are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome in, everybody. This Wednesday, December 13th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you from the world-famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in sunny and lovely Louisville, Kentucky. Cards fans, if you want to take your accounting to a whole new level, get your UofL's Master's in Accounting and Analytics. In-depth data analytics courses allow you to achieve a new mastery of accounting in this AACSB-accredited program, 11-month competitive internship opportunities, and full access to the Becker CPA exam review prepare you to graduate career-ready in just 12 months. If that sounds good to you and you want more information, visit business.louisville.edu today. We're on the air from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it's better as the big X, Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey, both here on a Wednesday where, folks, it's the end of an era. We found out about 10 minutes before airtime. The show's fine, but the show will never be the same. The Karan Davis era at Louisville has come to a close. We'll talk about the details. We'll discuss it. We'll get you ready for Louisville-Arkansas State as well. The, the UofL women team will be taking on Morehead State at 4 o'clock. You can hear that over on our sister station, 970 WGTK. But for the most part, this will be a three-hour tribute to the the Louisville legacy of Karan Davis, our favorite memories, our favorite rumors, our favorite highlights for three straight hours. It's a somber tone to start the show with. Remember the good times we had with Karan? I do. The, the, wearing the hoodie in the crowd. I'll never forget this summer being told by a handful of people who had never seen a highlight of this guy play that he was absolutely a point guard and that I didn't know basketball I, I think because we, I was concerned about his abilities. Serious question. Did we spend more time trying to find out who he was when he committed than he did spend time on the on the campus? I wrote about Karan Davis a few <laughs> times. I 100% spent more time trying to find out information about Karan Davis than I did actually writing about him because, uh, I mean, that was the, my introduction to Karan Davis was... We hearing, were on the air when he signed. Uh, I mean, I, I heard that he committed. I wrote the story the, the, the day before, and... I couldn't find, and I put in the story like I can't find a whole lot of information out about this guy. And then I tweeted out like I, I'm like legitimately somebody help me out if you know anything about. And people were like, "What a KP hater!" 
I'm like, I'm like, this is you can't Google anything about this guy. All I know is that apparently Danny Manning found him in California and was taken by him. I know his cousin plays for FAU and is, is a good player. We, we I, didn't know that until like the tournament, I think, happened, right? Didn't we? Didn't didn't because someone didn't some, someone sent you a video? Isn't that how you found the first footage of him? No. Oh, I thought someone like somebody texted in like or tweeted in like a like a like a video of him from like highlights. I mean, I. I Maybe I I know that videos ended up coming in. The only videos that were out there were full games, and I was like, you know, God love that U of L sports news guy who was watching full games and breaking down the Karan Davis highlight package because like I wasn't going to sit there and watch you know two straight hours of just JUCO basketball. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll talk a lot today about Karan Davis, the memories, the legacy, the lasting impact that he's made on Cardinal basketball, all, all those good things. Also, just the weirdness of it. This podcast is going to be electric this summer. The, uh, the the card chronicles, you know, take, keep it. Dear Media, uh, I think they're they're interested. iHeart might snatch it up. I know we got some history, but I think they can put that aside. Uh, we've got you know, all sorts of media companies are already vying for the rights to this 134 part podcast that we're going to break out this summer. It's going to be great. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey bringing you that. TK, how are you on this uh, somber start, but still uh, a good Wednesday? Uh, not bad. I, was, I came in here like ready for game day, and then was like, wait a minute, we're not going to have one of our character warriors. Oh, wait a minute. Just wasn't. tossing your two-and-a-half-hour scouting report of Arkansas State in the trash right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, all I that like, research. screw all this. Now I am not. Now I lack confidence in the game tonight. Can this team win without Karan Davis on the Ooh. bench? Well, we know he's in the stands. He's going to be in the stands. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I assume he is. I mean, we, we can we confirm it yet? No, but. We well, can. Well, he said. So, I mean, let's just talk about what, what happened today. Yeah, I was just Because say, this is the. Of all the weird things that have happened in the KP era, it, and I'm being sincere now. I'm taking off the sarcasm hat. This is the the weirdest saga that we've had so far in this uh, overly weird 21-month stretch where Kenny Payne's been the head coach of the University of Louisville men's basketball program. W- to recap, and I think we just did a recap like on Monday because there was Quran news, but to recap, we find out this kid is going to commit to Louisville. He, he's got no recruiting footprint whatsoever. The only website in America that ranks junior college prospects doesn't have him in the top 200 on, on their JUCO rankings, which is, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a little not bit assuring, of, really. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of a red flag. You're like, okay, I mean, like basically the the top 10 players on this guy's list are going to be reserves at like Long Beach State and Missouri State, and you're like, okay, well, this guy's is going to go play for Louisville, and that's that's interesting. He played in the second division of the California Junior College League. And the way that I can always frame it is, if you watched Last Chance U, which you should watch Last Chance U, the East LA Community College team that it's focused on, you know, they're their build widely in the show is like they're the most talented team out there. Like they go, they get the best players, guys who who failed out of Penn State or Arkansas or you know places like that, and who just need a chance to shine. Like they, you know, they're like these guys could be NBA guys, and they always like these super talented kids, like the best talent in that area at the JUCO level. The best of the best, they're going to play at like again, like Long Beach State is the guy from the second season. KJ Collins, he, he does play for Kansas now after transferring in from Texas Tech, but he's not a key player for them. He's, he's had a couple of good games, and he was like the all-star of all all-stars. And that East LA Community College, again, whose best players, some of them are going the D2 route, some of them are going very low D1 and, and coming off the bench. Like They thumped Karan Davis. Like, they are light years better than Karan Davis's program where he was you know, putting up good numbers but not like otherworldly numbers. And, and so 
it struck, I think, a lot of people as odd that this kid came out of nowhere and, and got a scholarship offer from Louisville. And the rumor was that it was Danny Manning's. Like, they kind of put his neck out and was like, I really like this kid. I think he's going to help us. I don't know how he found him, but he, he, he commits. He signs with Louisville. And, you know, everyone's like, well, you wanted guards. We got a guard. I'm like, I mean, okay. <laughs> Technically, yes. But there's this whole, all this offseason talk about, like he's a true point guard. He's coming here to play point. He's going to help out Sky Clark. He can play the two. He can play the one. Like Karan Davis can do it all. And I'm like, I kind of want to see the kid play before I'm, I'm I'm taking anything away. The footage that that is broken down that does circulate is not overly encouraging, but still, you know, there are people out there who are like, he's a point guard. Don't get it twisted. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll find out. Season starts. We finally get a chance to get a glimpse of him. We should mention also that he was the he was one of two players who did not receive. A character reference. Wait, one or two. I thought he was the only one. No, no, no. Trent Flowers also did not get a character, ah, and he ended up no transferring. Coincidence, yeah. Karan Davis, though, and his his press release where he officially signs with Louisville. Kenny Payne's quote for everybody else was, "He's a high character guy. He's great character. Great character." Doesn't say anything about Karan's character in, in Kenny Payne's release. In fact, he, the only complimentary thing he says is that his, his his athleticism and skills are adequate for this level, which again is not overly <laughs> encouraging. When that when Kenny Payne is speaking glowingly about everybody else. And he's saying that about Cron Davis. I think it's me more punter recruit than hearing he's adequately a, a what was the word? That's what we adequate, adequate, adequately adequate. skilled and size. Skilled, yes. That's what you want at this level. That's why you bring in a guy like Kenny Payne with his recruiting ties to go out there and land adequate players. So <laughs> sometimes at this point, I kind of wish for adequate players. <laughs> we see him for the first time in the red white scrimmage, and then the exhibition game against Kentucky Wesleyan. And he looks out of place. Like there's no other way to put it. He looked like he just didn't belong. And I said Wesleyan. I meant Simmons College. Yeah, he doesn't matter. play in the exhibition against Kentucky Wesleyan that we lose. He doesn't play in the first game against UMBC. After that, that same week, the first week of the regular season, a rumor spreads like wildfire that he and Kenny Payne have been involved in some sort of physical altercation that had to be broken up by security. U of L comes out. They vehemently deny it. Um, Karan Davis denies it. Kenny Payne denies it. Like there's just they're shooting that down left and right. But Karan Davis, the very, the very next game is, or I guess two games later, is not on the bench. And Rick Bozich says, Karan Davis not with the team tonight. Kenny Payne will address it after the game. Kenny Payne probably says, after the game's not the place to address it. He's not in trouble, but he's not with us right now. He doesn't go with the team in New York. Payne consistently throughout this entire process just says, he's not in trouble. He's still on the team. No details given whatsoever. The Bellarmine game, he's in the stands wearing street clothes, just watching the team play. Payne's asked about it last week, says, I don't know if he was there, but he's not. He's still on the team. He's not in trouble. I just don't know if – I have no idea if, whether or not he was at the game in the stands. None of it makes any sense. This leads us all to today where Karan Davis puts out a pair of, of tweets early this afternoon. This is about 1 p.m. The first one, he says, I just finished my first semester academically at Louisville. I'm extremely proud of myself. I challenged myself in the classroom, and I got it done. I'm enjoying the college experience being a true student athlete. Where I come from, a lot of people don't get this opportunity, and then shares a, a copy of his grades, which are very good. Kind of hard to see, but yeah. Good to- you have to zoom in a little bit. It's, it's tough. Yeah. He then sends a follow-up tweet and says, I want to say thank you to everyone at U of Louisville. Cards Nation and the city of Louisville for taking me in. Today I'll be at the Yum Center supporting our women's team and my teammates at the doubleheader. Go Cards for the Ville. So you're like, all right. kind of weird you wrote you of Louisville. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So you're like, okay. He's 
still being supportive. He's trying to work his way back from whatever was going on. He's going to be at the game. He's saying he's still part of the team. Kenny Payne's saying he's still part of the team. He's not in trouble. Cool. Yeah. An hour later, <laughs> we get this statement from U of L saying simply, University of Louisville junior guard Karan Davis has informed the program that he intends to transfer. We support him and wish him well in the future. That's all it says. All it says. I kind of think that Karan Davis didn't <laughs> didn't say that he was going to transfer. I, I kind of think that U of L came to him and was basically like, you know, semester's over. Something happened here. It's, it's time for you to go. And Karan Davis was like, no. And puts out the statement being like, love U of L. I'm going to be at the game tonight supporting my guys. Let's get, let's do it. Like kind of like trying to play some chess. And then U of L like, all right, we're putting out a statement saying that you intend to transfer. And you can, you know, if you don't want whatever happened to come out, then you need to go ahead and transfer. I have no idea what the hell is going on here, but Karan Davis to me is the the player most emblematic, most symbolic, most synonymous, most representative of the Kenny Payne era. He is the Kenny Payne era. I mean, can we get Cron Davis on the show? I mean, I, just, I might try to like send him a DM or something. I mean, he's, he's not on the team anymore. He's on a team, so there's no like restrictions, right? I mean, we could just like have him on, right? I think so. I mean, I, I want to have the guy on. I say we shoot him a slide in his DMs and be like, hey, KD. You know, we want we want to know the story. We want to hear what's going on. The important thing to remember, though, is that he's not in trouble. No, no, and he's he's not in trouble. He's uh, he's and he's still well. I guess he's not part of the team anymore. But I mean, can we ask KP about it in the press conference after the game? Surely, to God, somebody will. But you, I mean, you know, I, I, he's what, not going to answer. What is he going to say? Like this is that's for KP to know, and you don't have to know. The weird, the, the weirdest thing about all this to me is that. So the, the the fight things, everybody heard it at some point. Like, like you know, if you were on Twitter, you you caught wind of it before like that game that happened that night. Yeah. If, if that wasn't the case, and I I said on the show like I I I believe U of L they were so overly defiant about like this isn't true like like they contacted me like, like and I, you know I hadn't said it, like I had just said I'd heard the rumor. But like well, they contacted we, me and being we, like, "This we, isn't." I true. remember we danced. We you danced around it on the show, but people kept texting in, tweeting in, like, "Hey, I heard it was a fight. I heard it was a fight." Right, and I, I was like, yeah, "I'm not going to say it because I don't know if it was true." Exactly. Like, I, I'm just saying that I've heard the rumor. And then a that, rumor that night it became so widespread that I'm like, "There's no point." Like, you know, we can just say it outright on the show the next day. And then U of L before they even happened reached out and they were like, "This this didn't happen. It's, it absolutely did not happen." Uh, and Kenny Payne like brought it up at a press conference unprovoked and was like, "It didn't happen." Karan Davis says it didn't happen. If it didn't happen. What the hell did happen? Because nobody has like, like you know, usually you hear rumors. You know, so maybe they're true, maybe they're not. You hear a couple of different stories. I've heard nothing about what actually the deal is. Like nobody seems to know. I just kind of assumed that it was maybe an academic thing, because you know, if you're trying to, because my assumption is the way that Kenny Payne's handling this is that he's trying to protect the player. He's trying to. He doesn't want the public to know. Whatever the reason is that Karan has been estranged from the team, and so my thought was, you know, if it's not, if it wasn't the fight, if it wasn't something along those lines, then it's probably an academic thing that just seems to, to be like the, the simplest explanation for why he would not be in trouble, but but wouldn't be allowed to play. Well, Karan kind of shot that down with his little tweet of his grades, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying now. Like, yeah. you know, or if it was an NCAA clearing thing, like. Well, he already played this year, so he was. Yeah. <laughs> he, I hope he was cleared. He, you know, he, he, he was. God forgive me, vacate one of our losses. Well, I mean, he didn't play in an actual game, so there yeah. was there was that. But you know, he played an exhibition game. He's been on the team. He's been practicing. Like, 
I, I guess it could be an NCA deal. I, I don't know. I mean, he took he's got a full semester now of, of credits at U of L, uh, and, and then he's and now it's not like he's been kicked off the team or he's you know, U of L's coming out and being like he won't be able to play the second semester. Like he's just he's just transferring an hour after he's talking about being at the at the game to support his teammates. None of this makes any sense whatsoever. None of this makes a damn bit of sense. And again, the messaging from the the U of L men's basketball department just. I mean, somebody's got to do something here. I mean, th- this is all in, in Trevor's fantasy head, but th- th- this is where I see it. This was a Manning guy. That I think that's we we kind of know that. I don't think KP believed in him from day one, and I would be willing to bet there was an altercation between the two. I'm not saying it was a fight. It could have been exploded in terms of exaggerations on what happened. It could have just been you know, you know, just some some you know, right in the nose to nose yelling at each other type thing. You know, and that that was it. Nothing really severe. But enough for Payne to probably, you know, be like, just go and we'll get back to you and maybe blame it on grades. Davis posts something about his grades saying, hey, listen, look, I, I'm academically doing well. I'm, I'm, and then Global's just like, okay, well, we'll call your bluff. We can't say grades anymore. You're out of here. You're transferred. It's your call. I just don't. I, it, this seems like two, like two like high school petty girls fighting over something. The other thing that the people have kind of said, like, well, maybe it's a medical issue deal. And they can't release it because of you know, HIPAA. I, you would still say you still could say medical condition, and like you know, well, that's the case. Louisville looks bad for the way they're exactly him off the team. Well, like, well, he's he's transferring <laughs> wow. apparently. My my issue is, you know, this rumor's out there, right? Like, like you know, they've acknowledged that they they have heard the rumor yes. about like, and it, it, everybody at, at this point had heard the rumor. So you know that people are talking. It's already this weird time in the fan base where people aren't overly supportive or don't have a whole lot of faith in Kenny Payne. They don't like the messaging that's coming out. So you want to control the narrative as much as you can control it. If it is a medical thing, you know, just say it's a, it's a medical issue that we can't talk about because when you just say he's, he, he's, he's on the team, he's not in trouble, but he can't sit with us. Like he's not, he's not allowed to be anywhere near our players. Then yeah, people are going to start talking, especially when that rumor is already out there. People are going to start, and they have been talking. Like if you're trying to protect the kid, that's the worst way to do it because now like stories have been coming out that are like even worse. Like maybe you know, people, you know, people are like, I don't know what he did. It, it had to have been pretty terrible if it wasn't getting in an actual fight with the coach, but he's not allowed to be on the team anymore. Like it's just the whole thing has been so bizarre. And so I mean, maybe we'll get the story one day. Maybe it'll come out now that he's, he's leaving the program. Maybe he'll, you know, he'll, he'll share it or somebody else will share it or UofL can say things that they couldn't say for the past three months, but it just, it, it, it's all so, so strange. I ask all, my, all, all, everybody at the press conference tonight after the game, ask nothing but Karan Davis questions. Not a question about the game, no matter win or lose. Only Karan Davis questions. Make him answer. Even if we win by like 12, just be like, do you think Karan could have helped you tonight? Do you think it would have been 20 if Karan had played? Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like the weight of Karan's transfer has now allowed you to get a win tonight? Do you? Then? <laughs> I mean, we use. Karan was in the crowd rooting and starting a go ch- a go cars chant. Do you think that helped you get through the last four minute stretch? Yeah, it, it is wild how, for the past couple of years, you know, you, people have done kind of the thing where it's like the stuff that the fans get angry about is it, so ridiculous. Like the fans know nothing. Like the fans were weirded out by the Karan Davis scholarship offer and the Danilo Yovanovich offer. Like we were, we we're kind of like, I don't feel like these are the right two guys to give scholarships to. Wow. I don't know if you heard the, the story kind of circulated yesterday that Luke Hancock told on, on Mark's show, 
where he was, you know, he's got obviously close ties to Jim Laranega at Miami because he played for him at George Mason and said, you know, Danilo Ivanovich, he ended up at Louisville because when he was recruited by Miami, they came to an agreement that, like, you're a skilled kid, but we've got two really good power forwards. He's got Jordan Miller. He's got, you know, Norset O'Meara down there. Like, basically, like, guys that were were seniors, fourth or fifth year seniors that were going to play ahead of him. So let's just redshirt you. Like, like you know, we're, we're going to redshirt you. And everyone agrees. Like, cool. Let's do it. It's, it's in my best interest. The season ends. Miami has these literally, like, the, the best season in program history. They go to a Final Four. And apparently, Danilo goes to Larinaga after the season and says, I'm transferring because I didn't want a redshirt. I could have helped the team this season. And like Larinaga's like, how? Like, you, you know, you, you know, if we didn't redshirt you, you weren't going to play. You're, you're a true freshman playing behind two really productive, you know, seniors that have done a lot for this program. And also, we went to the Final Four. I don't think Danilo Yovanovich is the difference between us not winning a national title and, and winning a national title. Clearly that's what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, and and so like knowing all of that and and knowing that Miami was basically like, cool, we don't think you're that good. Go ahead and, and bounce. Like Louisville used a scholarship on him when, when there were all these capable players in the transfer portal. Um, I mean, it just we all were kind of like, I don't know why these two guys are getting offers, and now we're sitting here. In you know a month into the season, over a month into the season, and I think it's pretty obvious. Like we could have used those scholarship offers in much much better places. Well, Dino's played a few games though, right? He has. I mean, I remember seeing him step in, but it's always in like three minute increments, and like it's like walk on minutes at the end of a half. I mean, I, I don't. I, I hate talking about stuff like this because I, I I don't want to be mean, but he has well, not shown anything to justify like us sometimes using a scholarship. Not to be mean if you're telling the truth. I know. I mean, I, but he like. He hasn't done anything when no. he's been in games. He doesn't look like he can play. And we had, I mean, I think we talked about it on the show last year, and everyone knows this example. There are more examples, but this is the most notable one. You had Davion McKnight from Western Kentucky, a guy who you know just lit us up uh, for two years in a row and averaged damn near 17 points per game for the Hilltoppers last year, who was like, I want to play at Louisville. And we didn't call him back. And his family members were like, okay, we, you know, by the time we ended up getting involved it was too late like he'd already he was he was like you know cool like i waited by the phone for you guys for three weeks you're giving scholarship offers to karan davis and danilo Yovanovich. thanks but no thanks like we we, we could have gotten a lot better players in the portal we're louisville for god's sake we, we can go out we don't need to get guys with no recruiting profiles and guys that couldn't get on the floor at miami but that's Bobby, what we did i mean nights averaging nine points and five assists a game in xavier and Xavier's not very good. It doesn't matter. He's still, I'd take that nine points, but I'd take that yeah, guard play. He could help us. We we, we needed guards, yeah. and we just uh, he's six foot tall. He's too small for us. Well, we got Tyler Johnson, who's about the same size, <laughs> and he's working out pretty well for us. He's maybe been like our third, fourth best player so far this season. So I, I mean, it's just I don't know what else to say. It, it, it's weird. It's strange. It, it's I think it's perfectly it, the Karan Davis saga is the Kenny Payne saga. It's a microcosm of it. It's, it's, <laughs> it it's basically is, yeah. exactly like, like you can tell the story of the Kenny Payne era at Louisville by just simply telling the Karan Davis story, which is well, no, we won't do that because we want two different podcasts. Well, we can do that. We'll, like, we'll have the we can break it up. Yeah, we've got the Card uh, Chronicles, and then we've got you know the KP era, uh, <laughs> a, 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 a tenure draped in character. In chaos, we can do the thing where, like, when a podcast gets really popular and they had no, it's very clear that they had no plans of having like a follow up or a sequel or a season two. They just choose a story that's like sort of the same and, and try to to recapture that glory. So we could do like you know, uh, 
prelude to a kiss, the prelude Davis story. <laughs> the Quran Chronicles presents prelude Davis. Like just you know, kind of the same thing. Um, and and you know, it, it well, maybe be, we can just do it. Just it'll be a flop, these, but we'll, we'll get paid. In general, I mean, can't Danilio be next? Sure. I mean, what? I mean, we have about. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We could still do. Well, I mean, there's got to be other people. A core four still is, it can be a story. I mean, at least Manny's decent. Like he's he, he can play a little bit. TJ left me a note saying we need to close out of everything on the computer. I don't use the computer. I was gonna say, I didn't think you did. Yeah. Also says please dispose of all bugs that you kill in the studio, murderer. Yeah, here you'd be killing bugs in there. I, I don't. I still don't think it was a cricket. Clearly, someone didn't get pardoned. It just like exploded when I stepped on it. It was bad. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about this Arkansas State game tonight. A couple other hoops, odds, and ends, and we didn't really have a chance to visit with Trevor, so we'll do that. Yeah, I had a full night last night. I, had four, I watched four movies. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> we will do that after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. Coastal weather is Back in Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961 The Big X. After doing some thinking in the commercial break, I think my favorite memory for the from the Karan Davis era at Louisville is actually do you remember the storyline that Trenton Flowers transferred because Karan Davis was like giving it to him in practice? Was like one of the big well, things yeah, that was out there. That was the whole the start of the whole Cron Davis can play guard thing, right? Right, like, like he like he's yeah. he's stepping up and like he's the guy. He, he's going to play alongside Sky, but he can also play point guard. And Trenton, he's getting dogged every day by Karan Davis and Trey White in practice. That's why he went to Australia. Maybe it was true. I wonder if that was still true. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was. <laughs> I mean, cause it's, I, I, honestly, it kind of wouldn't surprise me a little bit. I, I just I don't know. I mean. The judgment and talent from this coaching staff has been uh, very questionable. Has it? Well, it's <laughs> being sarcastic. Uh, we've got to, real quickly, we'll talk a little Arkansas State in a second, but two, yeah. two big uh, additions in the transfer portal that have happened over the last 24 hours since we've been off the air. Uh, first, we had the news yesterday that San Diego State transfer tight end Mark Redman had committed to Louisville. He's got. Uh, he spent the last two years at, at San Diego State. Six foot six, two hundred and fifty-five pounds. Has been one of the better tight ends in the Mountain West since he's been at SDSU. Had uh, thirty-seven catches this past year for three hundred ninety-four yards and three touchdowns. He led the he, he, San Diego State did not have a very good passing attack this season. He led the Aztecs in both catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns, which is a little crazy. Uh, he was on the the Mackey Award watch list going into the season. Rated as the second best tight end transfer prospect in the portal, according to the Athletic, that was a big land for Louisville. But if that wasn't enough, they went ahead and got another one today. Uh, the Ball State transfer Tanner Koziol, who'd been on campus, I believe, on Sunday, Sunday or Monday, uh, he'd been here, had been playing for Ball State the past couple of years, uh, past I guess three years, uh, had been one of the best tight ends in the MAC for each of the last two seasons. Played kind of like uh, the kid from SDSU. 
He plays in a run-heavy offense at Ball State, but still was their second-leading receiver last year. 34 catches, 295 yards, and three touchdowns. He was third-team All-Mac, six foot seven, 240 pounds. It's uh, a big dude. As a freshman two years ago, he logged 35 receptions for 373 yards and seven touchdowns, uh, which was leading the team, led the team, and was tied for the fifth best in the FBS by a tight end. He was first-team All-Mac that year, so. Big time pedigree. Both these guys should help add to the the tight end room. I do kind of wonder with Nate Kariski coming back and now adding two transfers in the portal that you would expect are going to come here and play immediately. I wonder what that means for Jamari Johnson's future here. I wonder if the staff is kind of thinking that he may be on his way out. I suppose we'll find out in, in short order. But tight end was a position of need, and Uval has gone out and gotten two guys that will help significantly. I think for next season. So good work once again out. for Jeff Brom. I hope he's not either, but. I kind of, I mean, maybe I'm reading I mean, too could, much. He of, could redshirt this year. I mean, he could have redshirted last year. True, but I mean, I mean, now it's like, it's like now we know we we've got some guys in here that we can. I mean, I would assume with. that he redshirted last year because he only played, I think, in one game. I he guess only you're right. He appeared in a couple games, so he's yeah. he can use that as his redshirt year. We'll see. I, mean, I think there's we'll, we'll find out. A couple of new uh, transfer portal news that that is flying around there. R.J. Oben, Roman Oben's son, who's transferred from Duke. UofL had reached out at one point, that would have been reported, but he's going to Notre Dame, where he will join up with former teammate Riley Leonard, who we found out yesterday was officially going to be the quarterback for the Fighting Irish next season. Speaking of quarterbacks, I know you love this guy. You've been talking about him for what feels like seven years, but Grayson McCall. I was, I was close. I said he was going to go to North Carolina. You were very close. He's, he's staying yeah. in that area. He's going to the ACC. He'll be the quarterback at NC State next that season. That sucks. How does he have that eligibility left? This guy's been playing college football since 2016. Has he really been playing that long? No, but it feels like <laughs> it does. Well, I think it's because he was a starter as a freshman. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think got, I think he missed last year because of, I think he missed some last year because of injury, right? I mean, I know they. I think I know two years ago he definitely did. Okay, and then last year was kind of a disappointment because they had they went through the whole coaching change. Their their coach left, and and they had the new coaching staff there. So I'm sure there was some some adjustment period going on, but. Yeah, I was kind of. I mean, North Carolina or NC State. I guess either one. We're gonna have to play him, and I don't like that. But, uh, but the I would have loved to have gotten him myself personally. I don't know how much his, his nil cost is, but I would think he's probably more than he probably costs more than what we paid for for Shuck. I would think. I would. I would guess so. Yeah. Uh, one last piece of news here. Going back to Duke, you know, they had a bunch of guys enter the portal after Mike Elko took the job at, at Texas A and M. One of those is Aeneas Peebles who's been one of their best defensive linemen for the last couple of years, had four sacks this past season, 40 total tackles, uh, 11 tackles for loss. He was very, very good for them. He announced today that he's down to uh, five schools, Colorado, SMU, Virginia Tech, Missouri, and Louisville. So he's the number seven defensive tackle tackle available in the portal, according to On3. That would be a big-time addition if Louisville's able to land him. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Jeff Brom, portal king. Let's make it happen, Captain. Two years in a row. Do you, I mean, I feel like the Arkansas State game now is just secondary to the, the Quran news. <laughs> oh, also, Lamar Jackson's talking about Malik Cunningham right now at the press conference. Is he? Baltimore. Yeah. Nice. Says, uh, quote, great quarterback. I've seen that firsthand. Harbaugh, speaking of uh, Cunningham, says he is more of a future move. He, We hope to get him in a little bit at wide receiver and on special teams as well. I heard him say today that that's the main reason like he loved the Patriots he was happy to be a part of the the organization but he said the opportunity to, to play because the Patriots had kind of talked about using him at wide receiver a little bit but apparently just settled on him, on him being a backup like third string quarterback 
He said the Ravens pitching him the idea of playing receiver and quarterback, and also Lamar being at Baltimore was what ultimately led him to to make this call. I'm like, yeah, also, you know, kind of a franchise on the upswing, and years kind of is you know being buried a little bit. So it seems like a, a a strong move. And also, you're on the practice squad. You can go to the the, the active roster. Make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. I love it. Um, Arkansas State tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I feel so strange talking about th- this game where it's like this is a team that was picked to finish, I think, second to last in the Sun Belt coming into the year. They you, their, their head coach for the last six years has been Mike Bellotto, the former UofL assistant. Uh, don't call him Coach Mike. He, <laughs> He's been gone for two years now, though, hasn't he? No, this is his first year. He, they fired him after last year. He, oh, okay. He'd right, had yeah. five losing seasons in six years. Did not do a great job down there. It's a tough place. to. It, it's a tough program to win. Yeah. But they were picked to finish ninth in, in, in the Sun Belt. They're not very good. I mean, they're three and seven. They're sitting there at one ninety four in Ken Palm, and then you look at the odds, and we're a three and a half point favorite in this game <laughs> at home. I, I mean, I, and, and I love. I've been listening a little bit here and there, driving around today. You know, various radio shows, and people are like, "I actually like the matchup for Louisville. I think we're going to win this game." And we're like, "I'm like, we, we're talking about like this is a three and seven Arkansas State team that we're playing on December thirteenth. These are the games where you're not discussing like." I think we have a good shot at winning. Usually it's, you know, what can we actually take away from this game? Why are we playing this game? Is people mad that we're not having like a big-time opponent here? And this game, you know, everything is like, oh, we're, we're breaking it down and saying we may have a slight advantage, which is just insane, but that's that's the place where we are. If you are looking at why Louisville would have an advantage in this game, the one thing that we do really well... I you have to question that. Yeah, well, that's true. The, the, the one thing that we do really well is get to the free-throw line. Uh, yeah. You know, we we shoot. Uh, I think more free throws than all but fourteen teams in Division One as of right now. Uh, Arkansas State is one of the worst teams at keeping opponents off the free throw line. They they have allowed. A, they are three hundred twentieth out of three hundred sixty one teams when it comes to allowing the fewest points at the free throw line. So they hack a lot. They get beat a lot on defense. We, we if we're aggressive on offense, you'd think that we'd be able to, to do some damage at the line. Who knows? Offensively. Their new coach, Brian Hodgson, is a he's a Nate Oates guy. He coached with him. He was kind of his right-hand man at Buffalo for four years and then was his right-hand man at Alabama for the last four years. He wants to play that kind of that Alabama style, getting up and down, taking a ton of threes. The problem is he doesn't have that roster right now. So they play they play faster than the average team, but they're not exactly at a, playing at a breakneck speed. I think they're like 127th in, in pace. So they'll get up and down a little bit, but it's not going to be quite the Bama style. That, that you'll see if you watch the Crimson Tide Until this year. Until they play our defense. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. is they, They're they going to hoist a decent amount of threes. They don't have a lot of really good shooters. But if you don't guard them, you know, teams get a lot better. The 30% shooters become like 41% three-point shooters if they're left wide alone. And, and we love to leave shooters wide open on the perimeter. They move the ball really well, which makes me concerned. We, we, we're not a good team when it comes to communicating or just anything in, in basic defensive principles. They've got a guy at UMass transfer, uh, 6'9", DeAndre Dominguez, who has been their best player this year. He's not their leading scorer. He's their second leading scorer, but he's their leading rebounder as well. And he's a 6'9 dude who will stretch the floor. He takes at least five threes a game. Um, our bigs, when, they, when they're guarding a big that can shoot from the outside, they don't seem to have any idea what to do. It's like, do I... Do I fall off? Do I guard him? What, what, what do I do? And nobody helps out. So that's going to be a little bit of an issue for us. But there's nothing, again, on paper, that would say that this Arkansas State team should give any sort of an issue to an average Louisville team. The problem, of course, being that we're not an average Louisville team. So I've got 
you know, you know, we you look at this. They're coming off of maybe their best performance of the year. They beat UAB by 19 points. UAB's a little bit down this year, but still, it's UAB. It's a good program, and Arkansas State took it to them against quote unquote quality competition this year. They have not been very competitive. Wisconsin beat them by 30 in the season opener. Iowa beat them by 14. Uh, Alabama beat them by 24. They've you know, they lost to a not good San Diego team. Jackson State beat them by four uh, on their home floor, which is just that's a terrible, terrible you think loss. This would make me feel more confident, but sadly, it's not. There's nothing you can say at this point that's going to make people yeah, like. I, I guarantee you, we're going to cover the three and a half, and I, I get that. But again, like like they don't do they don't do anything really well. They are a good offensive rebounding team. If you're looking at one thing where they're they're really better than average, they rebound uh, 33.2% of their missed shots. That's the 84th best percentage in Division One. But outside of that, they're not a great shooting team. They're not a terrible shooting team. Also, person or person, your coach and your system, too. Just exactly. Like get, like, getting their feet wet. Again, like there's no reason to, to think like this is probably the second worst team in the Sun Belt. Oh, wow, well, that doesn't tell me. Can, we couldn't have scheduled the worst? I think is it Georgia? Somebody in the Sun Belt is is winless right now. I know that. I think it's Georgia Southern. They've not it, won it a game. Is. Could we have scheduled them instead? Maybe. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Of course, Southern's been a decent program in recent years. Uh, the bottom kind of fell out there. We tried to schedule the worst of the worst. Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. I'm just saying. We've done our damnedest. I mean, we hopped right on New Mexico State when they had to cancel their season last year after a murder. It's like, oh, let's get the Aggies while they're not hot. Georgia Southern's leading scorer is a kid from Louisville Mail. George Southerns is Tyron Moore. I remember the name, but yeah, I, I had no idea that he was there. Uh, he's been there. It looks like he played at uh, Mobley, Missouri area community college for two years, and now he's a, the second year Georgia Southern, averaging eleven points a game. Good for him. I did not yeah, know he was there. I didn't know that. Either. Um, did you know that? Uh, that you see that Don Staley was that uh, was watching. Wag I heard, or, part, yeah, yeah. I heard. I wanted. To, I, I'm glad you brought that up. No one calls it the wag. The AD does. No, he does. No, yes, he does. No, we, well, he's wrong. Jimmy Dumpstorf calls it the wag. He takes me all the time. He's like, are you coming to the wag tonight? No, we. that is no. No one's ever called it the wag. J- the, the, the current athletic director. Ty, try, try, uh, Trevor, he needs I, to be corrected then. I love you. I know you went to school there for two years in the late 90s. I, I will take the word of the current athletic director over you on this First one. First of all, 2.1 year, okay? 2.1 years. Yeah. <laughs> And I've worked in the athletic department there as well, off the books. I've spent some time. I've spent. I've spent time in the athletic department, off the books. Do you want to carry? It's it? not the way you tell Jamie. It's not tell him to stop saying it. It's not the way. I think he gets the right to say whatever he wants, as I, opposed to the the former long time ago athletic director's nephew. Hey, I'm as famous there as he is. I don't know if that's true. I, I know. I, I know for a fact my name is on uh, is at least on some bleachers. Just because you wrote it there? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you want to guess the final score of last night's Sacred Heart Wagner game with Don oh, Staley in attendance? Good Lord. I mean, I'm sure. I, I wonder what Don's thoughts were on, on the, the the Wildcats last for, night. For, for everything you can joke, you can make about Wagner athletics in men's basketball and football. The ba- women's basketball team has always been just never wow. Um, I'm going to say 74 to 13. Uh, worse. <laughs> really? Yeah. We didn't score 13. No, you scored more than 13. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of confused. I thought I was being generous, personally. The overall margin is worse than what you said. Uh, um, 106 to 29. Closer. 93 to 21 was the final score uh, the Valkyries did 
At least we held him in, in double digits. Yeah, Don Staley was there to see Zakia Johnson, the junior who's you know, one of the top five players in that class. And like, like I like Don Staley a lot, but you know, stay the hell away from from Zakia. She's she's in an Under Armour commercial that's airing right now. I told you a couple years ago, like she's going to be a huge, huge deal, and she's been, I think, better than anybody thought. Like like Jeff Walls, you've got a superstar in your own backyard. You, you feel like you kind of have to lock these ones down. Here's hoping she stays home. I mean, we're, we're, it's right. We're, I mean, she's we're in consideration with, with yes. probably South Carolina and UConn. I assume. I mean, everybody's coming after. Like she's the, she's Carolina. that good. Say so what? So don't go to South Carolina. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, stay home. Uh, I think she she in November she put out her top choices, and I believe that she said like she had, she had a long list, but she Louisville was on it, South Carolina was on it. Uh, UConn was on it, LSU was on it, Mississippi State. Like basically, it was a who's who's a women's college. Tennessee, UCLA. I think she the last time she announced a list, it was like twelve schools. But Louisville was definitely on it. UK wasn't. That feels good. <laughs> but she's she's a beast. She's fantastic. Uh, but stay away from her. Daughter. There's 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 another girl. that's like is like one of the best recruits in the country too in, in Louisville right now. Isn't there? And um, I know she played for Mercy last year. I think is she it may Mercy? Have, she may have transferred. I know uh, there was two. I knew they had this, the girl that you mentioned, Sacred Heart. I knew and then there was another one. It's like a a, a big recruiting in the local area, I thought. Yeah, Leah Macy was she, okay. she was a big deal. I know our guy Justin Rank, friend of the program, was one of their coaches uh, last year, and, and he would always talk about her. I think she was like she's a top fifteen player. Okay, in she's the class, still pretty big. But she transferred somewhere else this year, and I, I, like out of city. I think so. Maybe because I think she came in. I think she's like a, a Bullet County or Shelby County. She's like traveled in to to Louisville to play for Mercy. And I know she like that whole team from last year like transferred somewhere else. So I don't. Is Louisville one of her considerations? I think so. Okay. I, I know that Jeff Walls has been like went to watch her at practice multiple times. Good. Um, you got to keep the town in house. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where she. If somebody knows, oh, she she plays for Bethlehem now in Barstown. There okay. you go. So, but she's a, yeah, she's still a top twenty five player in the in the twenty twenty five class. Both these players have two have you know, one year after this to play high school basketball. So. Yeah, you know they'll be making their decisions within the next year. I would guess. Let's make it happen. It's crazy. They're not even seniors. <laughs> Wagner boys, by the way, have won one game this year. That's right. Well, Coach O'Neill knows how to, he 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 knows how to put it down. Like you'll, you'll get. I, I trust They're one him. and four. You know, well, you know the, the, the four the four losses were, were two of them were questionable. One I, one was referee questionable. Wasn't. Yeah, and then the other two were just you know bad matchups. And so, but so I, I trust Coach O'Neill to get the thing turned around in there. I, I looked this up. I'm I, assuming Coach O'Neill's still there. He is. Okay. It looks like. The only reason I saw that is because I was looking up the score. I saw that Trinity last night and on their official Twitter account had said, like, you know, at the end of the first quarter, Trinity leads Seneca 25 to nothing. And then they just didn't post the score in their latest. So, like, Trinity wins over Seneca, moving to 2 0 in district. Oh, I was like, I was yeah. like how bad did that get? It could have so, been worse than 93 to 21. <laughs> it wasn't. So, I looked up the score. It was 68 to 20. It sounds like they kind of called off the dogs there. But I, I saw Wagner on that same list. I was like, oh, let's see how the, how, how the Wags doing in boys' basketball. And they're, they're 1 and 4. They lost to uh, our guy, uh, Rashawn Myers' son, in the first game. Yeah, I knew that. I, I'd seen that. Yeah, he put up, like, uh, he put up a good game. They lost that same Seneca team that we're just talking about by 12. So, that's probably not. Totally cross, I believe. That's not good for the Trinity Wagner matchup coming in February, I would say. Well, you know, it is what it is. We've had our we've had our success against Trinity in the past. Beat one, beat them for a district championship when they won the yeah, state. Yeah, yeah. Just a few years ago. Yeah, you remember that, don't you? I do, I do. We're, we're still talked about in the the, the halls of Shelbyville Road. <laughs> you still get brought up to you when you're walking the dog. The, 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 the new the they're St. Just, Matthews hood. They're chirping it, yeah. It's, it's, it's all the talk of the town. 
I still but, do. I lived in the hood of St. Matthews. But Louisville, Arkansas State tonight. It is an 8 p.m. tip off because they're doing a doubleheader at the KFCM Center. The women are taking on Morehead State. That's going to tip off in about nine minutes at four o'clock. Um, the men's game, eight o'clock. ACC Network has the call, so no extra, no extra. I don't think we're. I think we're TV the rest of the rest of the way, right? I, I, Sunday's the only one that I don't know about with the Pepperdine game. I'm not sure if that's ACC Network or one be, of the extras. Is it like a noon game? I, I don't even know. I thought it was. An, I think it was an early game. I could be wrong. I remember looking at the schedule, thinking this is going to get recorded. I hope. I mean, you would assume they would want to play it at noon because it's NFL Sunday. It's two o'clock. But oh, it's two. No, well, that was the same time as the last. Didn't we play two o'clock last Sunday? We did game? against yeah. DePaul. And that, well, that went great. So. <laughs> Hopefully history will repeat itself. That is an ACC Network game as well. <laughs> that so, was super. <laughs> so we've we've made it through the extra games. Yeah. So we're yeah we're good. We're we're I'm no sorry, uh, Kenton uh, Jody, you're done for the year. We do, however, coming up on January sixth, and then again on January thirteenth, have our first two CW basketball games. And you might think, oh no, oh no, the CW curse. The curse, like though, like now we're the team that's doing the winning with for the CW curse. We're on the other side. Like, yeah, we, we are the curse. We want the curse. We we want to like th- this is good for us to be playing on the CW. Now, oh, man, how, who, who, how many games do we have in CW? God, we've got like five games. I'm on assuming the CW. this is what I didn't read his article, but I'm assuming Rick. This was his best argument in terms of how we can finish 500, <laughs> was because we got like five or six games on the CW. The saddest. I, I didn't read it, but I can only imagine that was his. That's the only logical argument he could have brought, right? I, I started reading. I was like, I just want to see what, what he says here. Yeah. He, basically, it was like if he's like if you've made it to the second paragraph, thank you. <laughs> Which I sucker. Appreciate the click. But it was it was basically just like it was kind of like a blog posty thing where he's like, I think they could beat Syracuse. Like maybe they can beat Boston College. Like okay, it's, I mean, there's we nothing really here. came close to Syracuse last year. I guess. So now again, who? So who are our CW games? The saddest thing in the world is that we play. I mean, our this is how far we've fallen. I wish our, we could get Kentucky on CW. Our senior day, March 9th, You know, we used to always play Virginia two o'clock CBS. It was UConn several years in a row. We played Notre Dame. We played Virginia. It was always a nationally televised game. Our senior day this year, last regular season game, is Boston College at five thirty on the CW. <laughs> This it's a weekend. We play BC on the CW. We play Pitt on the CW. We play NC State on the CW. And then our Virginia. Like this These is, are all winnable games. This well, here's the one that I like though. January 27th, we will host Virginia on the CW. That screams Ooh, curse. That screams CW curse. They're going to be ranked probably. Oh yeah, they'll probably. I mean, they they might end up being the favorites to win. This feels like a year where Virginia wins the ACC because Duke. I think it's a little overrated. I, I don't buy Carolina at all long term. Well, you know, there's going to be incon- they're going to be inconsistent with Thunder Davis. It seems like and those that like I did a, a college basketball spot today on a, a betting show, and they were like, "Does it seem like a foregone conclusion that Duke and UNC are like headed for a collision course to win the ACC?" They're the two betting favorites, and I was like, "This like you know we always talk about Duke or UNC, Duke or UNC, and Virginia's won like like 17 of the last 18 <laughs> regular season titles. It, yeah. They always sneak up, and I was like, I would just bet on Virginia at this point. I mean, they Miami's, always have these. Miami's still not out of it yet. Miami's not out of it yet, although they're like, the shine is kind of coming off that Kentucky win over them. They got just destroyed by Ohio State the other night. They're, I mean, you can see like Ken Palm is starting to look kind of right on them. Um, Colorado beat them by by 27. They're like down to 54 on Ken Palm. I don't know how good Miami they only are. had a cup two losses. They, Kentucky and Colorado. Oh, okay. Both destroyed them, but they, I think they they could be okay long term. But Virginia just they they're whatever in non conference. They kill it in the ACC, and then they you know they either win national titles or they lose in the first weekend in the NCAA tournament. So, um, oh, our our our, we, our our middle of the week 9 p.m. Boston College game is the CW game. All right.
Are both of our BC games are on CW? I guess so, yeah, because didn't you say Boston College? Uh, no, 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 no. You're thinking the, the, the one that's on the CW is our senior day. The one at Oh, our, so the, the, our annual uh, Wednesday uh, 10 o'clock tip-off in Cherry Hill is, uh, is, is Chestnut Hill. Whatever. You don't <laughs> screw with it. That's an ACC Network game. Okay. That's, that's an ACC Network special. This should be like a, a tradition like no other. It really is. It like, should be like a traditional Remember game. we looked it up every single year we played there. It, it wasn't just us. Now, thinking, this year it's a Tuesday. We usually play on Wednesday. No, no, no. It's always a Tuesday. That's the thing. I thought it was always Wednesday. No, no, no. It, it's always Tuesday at 9 o'clock oh, when we play there. And it was a weekday regardless, yeah. You and I, we were like, are we crazy or do we, this has always happened? And we went back and looked. Every single year it is. It, I, I, it's one of those scheduling quirks where I feel like they've got a template and they're like, well, let's just not screw with this. We've got this set in place. <laughs> It's always so empty in that place, too, at 9 p.m. It's always so sad. <laughs> I walked through it when we went to the... the Remember the one game? I, think, I mean, you could just hear the, you could hear the players talking on the court through the TV. Yeah, usually <laughs> when you go to, when you get like a, like, you know, you go to any football stadium, especially if you get to like go on, on the turf or go on the ground, it like kind of wows you a little bit. I remember when we went to, to B.C., to get to like the press box and the, the, the suites and stuff, like you've got to walk through the basketball complex and they were practicing, and I was like, this place looks like it's about to fall apart. Like, it was like the least impressive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm like, I get why it's depressing to play here. This is this is terrible. The football stadium is kind of pretty because it's perched above, like, all this. You can see, like, yeah, the, yeah, the trees was, and that stuff. That was the one I've never been to that you you denied when I was like, I could see it being cool. Because on, on TV, it looks really cool. It does cool. look cool on TV. Because you've got, yeah, you got the whole autumn background. And yeah, the, and we went in November. It was the Lamar year. It looks like it looks like New England out of, like, you know, something off a postcard. It something. does, which is very cool. But the actual, like, we, we, go there? we went down on the field and stuff. Like, the facility, it sucks. Like, the stadium looks like it's going to fall down. It's not new. It's not lavish. The... The the setup is good. The actual like structure is pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, can't wait for tonight. Arkansas State. Oh yeah, that reminds me. It's Arkansas State tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take down the Rebel. I mean, ba- this this battle is battle for the Sun Belt. Is this our only Sun Belt game this year? Yeah, it looks that way. We are on Mike Rutherford Guarantee Watch. Bottles of champagne on ice, ready to pop at the Rutherford household tonight. We'll do that for Pepperdine. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, then then. I mean UK surely. If we get the if we get the guarantee against UK, I think I just quit. I I give up basketball for the rest of the season. I'm like, you know what? Give him a third year. He's good. He's fine. What if we beat UK because uh, Dino comes off the bench and drop like 25? I'd be like, okay, extend. Make Danny Manning the head coach. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. So many people have sent me the Karan Davis gif of Sting sitting up in the rafters. <laughs> I think I've gotten like three different texts in the last 24 hours just of that. I'm like, it's what, good. what if this is all a ploy? Karan is going to play against Kentucky. I would love it. He just comes back. This is all just trying to catch him off guard. We, we've been hiding this secret weapon this entire time, saving him for the UK game. It'd be incredible. And so the point where we're even making you think he's not even on the roster anymore. But technically, he actually might still be. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, can a guy dream? It's such a weird thing. The Thornton's tax line is 502-414-1450. We're going to take some text from you guys after the break. It's hour number two. It's next here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961. The Big X. And how have you gotten by so far?
Karan chase us around. All right, hour number two. And th- this is one of those shows, like, I wish this was, were set up like a, one of those bad reality shows where somebody says something and then, like, you kind of, like, rewind the past. I-, I would love to, like, just replay the first five minutes of the show where I was, like, this whole thing kind of feels like Karan Davis came out today. He kind of heard that U of L wanted to get rid of him. The semester's over, and put out a statement saying, "Here are my grades. I'm doing great at school. Uh, I plan on being at the games tonight to support my teammates." And then U of L was like, "Okay, you don't want to leave? Then guess what? We're putting out a statement saying you're transferring." Which is that, that's what happened. Karan just tweeted right when the show went to break. Karan Davis tweeted this during the break. I didn't express to anyone at U of Louisville that I wanted to transfer. I never asked to transfer. I enjoy being a Cardinal. The fact an official statement was released giving false information is disheartening and sad. Well, this whole story is disheartening and sad. (laughs) This is amazing. I, I told you this was exactly what happened. They were like, all right, you don't want to leave? We're just going to put out a statement yeah. saying that you have to transfer. And he's like, no. And Karan Davis is calling their bluff. He's like, no. This is like when you, you're you unhappy. I'm going to do the relationship to sports comparison thing. No, he's doing George Costanza. It's, it's like when you're trying to get somebody to break up with you, and you're like, if you really are unhappy, I, you know, I guess you can go ahead and go. And they're like, no, I'm not breaking up with you. You're going to have to be a man and do it yourself. And L's like, nope, that's not going to happen. And Karan Davis, he's not going willingly. Like, he wants to be at L, And uh, he's letting everybody know, I did not tell. I mean, this is just, they just put out a fake statement saying that he told them that he wants to transfer. And he's like, I well, never well, said that. Sadly, the statement was real. Just the, the, the no, content no, no. of it was fake. They, yeah, they said. They lied in the statement. The, the statement says explicitly. Yeah. He's informed us that he wants to transfer. We wish him the best. And he's like, I never told anybody that I want to transfer. In fact, I'm quite happy here. I'll go to every game in the stands and just hang out in my U of L gear. I mean, it, again, this to, to do the sign for this could be one of two Costanza stories. We, we either we're play now, and and Karan's just not getting letting go, or we're this the one where it was the one where he didn't want to answer the phone because he's going to get broken up with, and he wants to take her to the ball. Yeah, and the, the infamous, you know, believe it or not, George, that, that episode. And of course, she ends up sending Kramer to break up with him. That's, I mean, is that what he's going to do? Is, is is are we sending like poor you know poor Zach Greenwell to break up with him via the statement? Is that what this is? This is a message on the machine. I'm starting to feel, and I've got no choice but to do like, like you know because U of L is so just just not straightforward about anything here. We've got no choice but to speculate. I'm starting to wonder if I was just overly naive when it comes to this the, the fight story that came out because they were so adamant and people that people who I I know at U of L who are not thrilled about what's going on within the program who have no you know they have not hesitated in the past to say stuff that's going on that they're not happy with have been like I don't it didn't happen like, like this whole fight everybody at U of L didn't happen didn't happen didn't happen like the way that this is playing out. It happening is a pretty solid explanation for why it would work out like this. Like I said on the first hour, the level to the degree of what the quote-unquote fight was, I think, could be argued 
Like I, I think it may be exaggerated to where it was a fight where it could have just been you know them yelling at each other face to face and and Kenny just didn't like it and was like yeah, yeah I yeah. can't have that but in, in which case like and you know how rumors grow and grow and next thing you know you know Karan Davis has got a machete out on him or something but like be a leader and kick him off the team like that's well that's, it's what the fan base wants to see I, don't, I, mean, I guess he thinks that he's protecting Kenny. the player this is doing like doing it in the most passive aggressive way possible yeah, is doing nothing it's to help petty, this kid it, like it, it, if anything. It makes it worse. If you just kick him off the team, then maybe he can pick himself back up. He can be playing somewhere else by the second semester if you're just like, he's still a part of the team. He, I mean, the, the he's not in trouble thing is just, just, what? The important thing to remember through all of this, us making up a story that he told us he wants to transfer, is that he's not in trouble. He's definitely not in trouble. He's definitely still on the team. We just don't want him anywhere near our, our players or our program Please leave, and if you're not going to leave, we're going to forcibly make you leave. But you're not in trouble. It's, well, I guess he couldn't. He doesn't have to be in trouble. They can still force him to leave, right? I mean, <laughs> I guess <laughs> you can argue he's not in trouble still. Maybe. This is, it's the most ridiculous I, thing I've ever been. I've ever tried to follow. I mean, my this is Kenny, life. but it's the same guy. I mean, who's, who's been, it's insane. I mean, he, supposedly last year's team was nothing but you know troublemakers from from start from top to bottom, and and no one was kicked off last year's team until the end of the season. I mean, if you ask Kenny Payne that, that's that's what I'm telling you. I, I would maybe not agree with his assessment, but you know, in this, and we've all all we've heard is you know how the he's had to you know build from you know the the evil culture that we've had here and whatever the quote he uses, you know, consistently how you know he's you know resurrecting us from the from the ashes that was you know our program and he's trying to raise it like the phoenix still and it's going to take longer than one year. And, I mean, this. I, sometimes you gotta wonder. Maybe it's the program. Maybe it's the coach. I, I'm starting to get to the other side now. Like, with, with all this happening, with every news story, and God knows what Kenny Payne's gonna say. I've, like we could win by 25 tonight, and I feel like we'd still lose the night because of what Kenny Payne might say in the post game press conference. You know, like it, I mean, can we believe anything? It's getting he says? to a point now where I'm just like, because I, I, you know, I, I've maintained like if you fire him right now. I'm like, cool, certainly I'm not going to be upset about it, but I also don't know if it like does that much good. It's getting to a point now where I'm like, okay, like I don't know how much of this we can just deal with because we're like everyone knows how bad we are from a win win loss standpoint and yeah. how bad we've been the last couple of years. It, it's definitely a point in life. The only way that you can make it worse is by becoming an absolute clown show off the court. And we're not doing it anymore in terms of like NCA violations or scandals or, or cheating or stuff like this, but we're doing it in terms of just being the most completely inept program in avoiding embarrassing, stupid stuff. Like we just we can't go two days without some nonsense that's so easy to be mocked, and it's hurting the brand of the program. And I am kind of now getting to the point where it's like, how much more can we just put up with? Like the, the fan base is at a breaking point. The players got like nobody's coming out and like being overly vocal in support of, of what's going on here the coaches look like they're just not even trying at this point oh, yeah. nothing's happening on the recruiting trail like what are we doing here why don't we just like we should do a thing where is Karan even staying by the way who knows who like, knows I mean no offense I mean Karan did, did you I mean after that I wouldn't stay you know how whether I'd want to what I wanted to or not I mean even if this is my only optimal I guess he'd want probably for maybe academically he wants to stay for the student but Go to IUS or something. You know how when Alex Trebek died, for like a year, they would just have various celebrities, or The Daily Show. For the last like year, they've had various comedians, celebrities, like just, just host for a couple weeks in a row. Did they ever find a Daily Show host? Not yet. Okay. 
I think that I would be in support of moving on right now and just doing that for the rest of the season. Like, you know, Josh Pastner, this is your week. Tom Crean, boom. Next week, you got it. Padgett, you get a week. Like, just, you know, that'd be fun. I mean, well, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> Coach O'Neill, you just beat Trinity Wagner. How about you go to Louisville next week? Sure. Why I mean, not? Why not? Get him in there. Yeah, let's, let's, let, I mean, let's, uh, who, I don't know who's coaching the Sacred Heart women's team. Now let her, let her get a stab at it and, you can't help. It could help us recruiting the the one girl, Rick Stansberry. <laughs> no, wow. he's, he's no, an assistant let's, right no, now. No, let's, let's. I don't care. Give him a week. No, they, they can't no. all be stellar. They don't have to be the most popular people in the world. <laughs> We're just trying to make this as fun as possible. Get him in there. He probably lands a couple of four stars in, in the the six days that he had the job. I mean, why why not again do the the, the plot line from Eddie? We bring a fan out from the crowd. Yep. We have fan week. Fan appreciation. Fan, fan appreciation week. I, how about we do that for the Kentucky game? Who is the uh, – you mentioned the O'Neal. Who was the, the O'Neal who coached, like, Northwestern and USC and um, uh, Marquette? He was on Hoop Dreams. Um, oh, he, he always, like, fell up. Kevin O'Neal. Oh, yeah. I don't Ten- think he coached Tennessee in Arizona, right, or something? Did he have coach Arizona? I think he coached Tennessee, though. He was the interim head coach at Arizona for yeah, one year. Yeah, when we beat him by 20 He always he, he always, like – yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, in, in 08, 09. He always like seemed to like just fall up and keep yeah. getting jobs. I don't think he's coached since getting fired at USC like a decade ago. Get him a week. <laughs> Bring him in. Let's do it. I mean, <laughs> I think this is a great idea. You want to bolster enthusiasm, you know. And if you have a coach that you hate, you just, like the fans just show up and like boo him. Like let's like, let's make it. A, let Andre McGee coach the team for a week. I mean, hell, if the fans are showing up that alone. Exactly. Positive. We could have Andre <laughs> McGee week where he comes in and like the, we would pack that place just to throw stuff at him and go crazy. <laughs> This is a million dollar idea. I mean, at this point, I say we'll go for it. I mean, what, I'm going what? back on my prior position of not having it. Like, fire him today, implement the new coach a week strategy, hire a new coach in March full time. But let, let's make that's the only way to make the three months ahead like, I mean, something can, resembling enjoyable. We can, this can be a win win for the fan thing. We could do it like as, like a, as an auction. Yeah. And raise money for nil. Like, the more money you pay to be the fan to coach, the better you, you may go towards getting you a better roster. I mean, can you – hell, Mike Rutherford, Trevor Kelsey week. You can't tell me people wouldn't want to watch how we did with the team. I mean, we could just do one where we rotate all the radio hosts all through, yeah. through, for a month. We all get a game. Yeah. Which game do we get? I mean, we'll probably get a CW game knowing us. We'll win it. They'll, they'll still send us to Boston College on Wednesday night at 9. You give me that CW Virginia game, oh, we'll we're win. winning, oh, we're yeah. storming the floor. Yeah. Guarantee it. Unbeatable combination, I promise you that. Bad call, I'm going to belly flop in the middle of the court. This is insane. I've got, I've got seventy two unread text messages <laughs> from just the last ten minutes. <laughs> that's, 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 our, that's almost our text line too. Yeah, that no, was just me. Um, my God, this is hilarious. I mean, I love how he just he just publicly just p- calls them out too. I mean, which is what you need to do. I mean, can somebody? I mean, I, I cannot wait there, Kenny Payne. I mean, he's got to be the first question: win or lose tonight's game, right? What's what's the deal with Karan Davis? I'm gonna try to get Karan Davis on the show. Thank you. Me to do it. Begging you, send him, slide in that guy's DM. Let's bring him on. He'll probably come on. Yeah. We're going to do piss off you, Bell. God forbid, but they're going to not send us any, any guests. Let's see if we can get him on. <laughs> they haven't sent us anybody anyway. <laughs> Unbelievable. And for in fairness, I guess at the beginning of the show, it was kind of my fault. I did insult uh, our, their AD pretty bad. Yeah, he didn't come on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably good. He got a new gig this week. He's really? the president of that Gildan uh, clothing company. Oh, yeah. I wonder how long before they go bankrupt. 
I did. I I almost brought up on Monday the fact that you know the DePaul scheduling thing was under his watch, and I was like, I, you get mad at Vince about a lot of stuff. That's the one thing where I'm like, I just why DePaul Day was perfect. We put it away forever. <laughs> yeah. We've been able to celebrate it forever. I would have been able to laugh at them forever, and you ruined it. Well, not me, Vince. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking. Okay. To <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm bad. Let's take some text. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Download the Refreshing Rewards app to take advantage of all the offers that Thornton's gives to you. Uh, save some money at the pump when you need some gas. Save some money inside when you need a little pick-me-up. And then text us at 502-414-1450. I, I love how the text line is going to – you're, you're going to read like the timeline of the day because it's like now, at the beginning of our text line, it's like what's going on with Kron. And here an hour later, we're like, wait a minute. Now, well, now what's going on with Kron? By the time we go off the air, God knows what we're going to know. Is Louisville going to put out a statement here within the next, like, 45 minutes? Cron Davis released COVID. I mean, <laughs> I mean if you're Louisville, do you, do you put out a statement for, to answer this? Or do you just ignore it? If you're smart, yes. So they won't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, what do you say? I mean, They're just, not going to say anything. I mean, I mean it, but, I'm telling you right now, they, what would they be, won't what would, say anything. But what would be the right, the closest thing to right answer? Because There's right now, nothing they're going to yeah, say. You're already laying in dog poo anyway. There's they, really very little you can do. They've put themselves in a court. They have come out and said unequivocally, this young man came to us and said, I'm transferring. Yeah. We wish him the best. He's out there being like, I, I never said anything like that. Unless you come out and just throw him under the bus and say what what's going on, if there's somebody to throw him under the bus for, then there's nothing you can say. I guarantee I mean, might as well they're not point. going to say anything. Kenny Payne's going to get asked about it after the game, and he's going to say, I've got no comment about it. He's, he's transferring. We wish him the best. And that's going to be it. The only way that we find out the story at this point is if Karan Davis tweets it out or comes on our radio show and starts talking about it. And I feel like Karan has no problem telling what he feels is the truth. And at this point, I kind of have to side with him. I mean... No offense. I mean, he. I can. I can point to times where I know KP's lied to us. I can't point to that for Quran. His awful 19 minutes against Simmons College were still just as impressive as the Kenny Payne Harris. So he's got. It's. I mean, I. I don't. I, I don't even know. I. I just. I mean, if you're a little bit, at least just come out and be like, there was a, a miscommunication. We're we're working with Cron to figure it out. Hopefully, maybe his future will be up in the air with Little Wars. I don't know. Just something you got to put some. If you're Louisville, you just can't ignore it. How are you this bad at stuff at a place like Louisville? Like, I mean, you should bringing be, yeah. the kid in, the messaging, all of it, it is it is easier now in this day and age than it ever has been before and for this a is program not a- with the resources of Louisville to not be an absolute joke. Like this- there are recruiting databases everywhere. You can find players very easily. There's no like the transfer portals there. They do everything they can to help you to go out there and get a kid that nobody's ever heard of and then have some sort of weird circumstances that keep him away from the team, but to, to message it as though he's still part of the team and he's not in trouble, but he just can't sit on the bench. Like th- There's no <laughs> excuse to have a saga like this in 2023. There's just none. I mean, this is starting to make the 2018 Louisville football season look like a cakewalk. At least there was an explanation there. Yeah, we the knew coaches they, quit. We knew they Well, I mean, I, they, this the staff has quit, right? Maybe? I don't know. It, it seems like it. They're not saying they I mean, are. In some ways or another. I mean, maybe they're still like willing to coach. You know, you know, you know, White and, and Sky and company. I mean, obviously we know KP. You know, loves those guys and Mike James. But I mean, other than that, I mean, is he giving up on everybody else? What if Karan Davis stays? We have a new head coach, and he's just like an All American next year. Does he become the most loved player in Louisville basketball history? That'd be hilarious. It'd be incredible. He just blows up and averages like twenty. He's like Steve Francis next year. 
He ends up being like the third pick in the draft. All right. Thornton's text line 502 414 Texture says, absolutely incredible right to drop right before the show. And it's the statement from you about, oh, since then, we've only gotten weirder. Yeah, I was going to say, this is nice. <laughs> Texas, the greatest trick that Kenny Payne ever pulled was convincing the fan base that Quran didn't exist. <laughs> I mean, it's serious. Texas, the Quran Files podcast has started and died the same day. Oh, no, the, the podcast is just getting going. Oh, no, The, the yeah. podcast is, is getting to the bottom of what the hell happened here. This, we haven't even reached, like, the, the midpoint of the... How many episodes are in a podcast? Like, 12 or 10 or something? This one will be 133. 133 episodes? That's what I've decided. <laughs> Each 45 minutes long. Well, I better practice my, my podcast voice. Welcome to another edition of the Card Chronicles. Today, we discuss transferring did... Or did he not? Transferring is a difficult process. You've been through it. I've been through it. You go. You have to get your grades transferred. You have to go to the admissions office. It's tough, right? It's easy that communication could be a little bit mixed up. But what if I told you that the messaging could get so mixed up that you could have a player and an administration say two different things publicly in an hour? Welcome to the Quran Chronicles podcast. This is episode 133. Dueling statements. The, the, what if I told you? I know that's I always my mind goes to the old 30 ES, for thirty. Well, I always think of the old ESPNs. Remember the uh, what ifs? Do you remember those things to put them on like ESPN Classic and ESPN Two? It's like, what if the Bulls didn't trade for Scottie Pippen? And they do like the five like reasons of what if or something. I have no idea. You remember those? They weren't very popular. I was, Dynamite drop. I, I kind of want to do it in the podcast only. Webster's defines transferring as so and so soda. Did Kron meet that criteria? Texas Matt Cleveland got to make him say no. Where's Matt Cleveland? I don't even know who Matt Cleveland is. I was like, okay, good. That's... <laughs> At least I don't feel bad about it. I have no... Is it a coach? Apparently, he was a, an attorney and politician from Sanford, Florida. Got to make him say no. Unless there's another version. I'm fine with that. I don't hate it. And was this a, it, it, the, the top choices on um, when I Google Matt Cleveland are the Florida State Legister. And then right after that's Kevin Mack, the former running back for the Browns. Either one would win more than eight games. I would take years. either one, yeah. Texas Karan Davis theory of the day. He's some kind of superhuman. Superman was not allowed to play sports because he would be too good. He'd oh. hurt other players and draw too much attention. Davis shattering backboards, setting scoring records, and blowing up guys trying to take charges would draw the government's attention, and we've had too much of that. So you're saying that KP's doing this for the government. Or are we working with some sort of Teen Wolf situation here? <laughs> yeah, but the wolf, but, but the Teen Wolf came out and was, was accepted. If we learned anything from Teen Wolf, it's that we need to play him and just live with the consequences because people will accept it. Our team does look like the group from Teen Wolf. This could be our path to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I mean, I bring him back. Matt Cleveland was Karan Davis's junior college coach. Ah, there, there it is. No wonder he doesn't come up in any way. Texter, props to finding that <laughs> out, by the way. Got to make him say no. Like, I just did think, I can't even find that in a Google search. Got to make him say no. <laughs> Texter says, Karanimo Stilton, horrible player on a worse team, but it's the only thing interesting to talk about with Louisville basketball, so let's talk about it for three hours like it matters. Um, this is long text. Please, please, please hire someone that has some previous winning experience of any sort. My choice would be Musselman, Cronin, or Tang in that order. Go cards. Man, how many texts are we going to get over the next three months that are something like that? Like, my wish list is Musselman, Oates, Tang, and Jay Wright. 
I mean, I'm getting to the point where my wish list is anybody but KP. It is getting to a point where like I'm not gonna. Like, I'm not gonna be picky at this point. Yeah, just like nobody's. If ever there was a time where I'm not gonna be wildly disappointed by a hire, it's right now. You could be like, you know, it could be like, hey, we're bringing in Matt McMahon from LSU, and be like, oh, you haven't done a whole lot down there, but hey, sure, it's gonna be better. Even if it's just for a year, till we find the right person. Texas says, I just discovered why Trevor hasn't gotten laid in a long time, and it's a link to a story saying financial analysts suggest that sports betting is why men aren't having sex. <laughs> Are you assuming that I, because I've lost money on sports gambling, I can't afford to get laid? Is that what they're so associating that with? I don't know. Uh, I haven't done much. I've, I've, been, I've been laying off the gambling this week, though. Well, I had to, you know. I'm not going to go into why. <laughs> Made that mistake yesterday. Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah come on. Don't bring it up. The UVA women, by the way, are leading Morehead State 16-14 to 14 after the first quarter over there at the KFC episode. Right. I think good news today is so I was notified that apparently Barbie will be on HBO Max on Friday. You, your weekend's planned. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, Because I, I almost thought about ordering it last night. I, was, I also saw that. Have you seen that, the new De Niro movie? I know you are not De Niro, but uh, yeah, Leonardo, the Leonardo movie. The, the Wallflowers movie or whatever. The Scorsese no. film. You didn't go to theaters and see it yet? No. Thought you were going out there. I haven't seen a movie in like a year and a half. <laughs> I noticed it's on demand now. I'm curious to watching it. Texas, the craziest part of the KP era is the fans have seen all the missteps from the staff coming from miles away. Yet the staff continued to not care and make horrible decisions. Karan Davis and Danilo Yovanovich pickups were the ultimate sign that this staff had quit. As I said, like it, 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 everything that the fan base has been like, I this seems wrong, and people are like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know basketball. It's wound up being like a horrific, horrific, like just the fans have been right. Like, you know, when last year we're like, I kind of think we need to have another guard. And KP's like, we're good. We're going to play like Florida State. Bunch of six, seven guys out there who can handle the ball. And every, the season starts and it's like, well, we, we need more than one kind of ball handler out here. Like, Danil Yovanovich probably shouldn't take him. Karan Davis seems weird. Like, you know, it just everything that we've been fearing has wound up being. Worthy of being feared. This sounds weird to say, but imagine how bad we'd even be if we, if Memphis hadn't just like not gotten to get Tyler Johnson and we did. We'd be worse for sure. I, we'd be actually be worse. No question about it. It's just it's amazing to think that a little bit. You shudder to think, but it's it, we, we would be worse without Tyler Johnson. I don't think it's and it was almost like they were like a guy that we just kind of fell yeah backwards was, into because Memphis he didn't make Memphis grades. It was like Tyler became available at the last second, and we were like, I mean, I guess I don't want this kid. He's six foot tall. They can't play at all, and so we just took him because he was a guard that was available, and he's been like our third best player. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texas says, thanks for getting my hopes up, Mike. When you came on talking about how it was the end of an era, I thought you were going to tell us that KP was let go. <laughs> no, much, much worse. The Karan Davis saga. Will the day KP is let go, and it's inevitably sooner than later, I would think, is that going to m- surpass or match the Satterfield day? It'll be totally different. Because okay. the, the KP, like we've been... It's sad that we've gotten to the point where we're celebrating the days of our coaches leaving. I mean, well, this wouldn't be a leaving either. This would be a, a firing. Like, well, yeah. Like, this leaving one, we've there. There was so much ambiguity with the Satterfield thing. You know, he was like just good enough to not make it so you could like easily fire him, and he wasn't good enough to make it so that people really wanted to keep him. He was always just right there in the middle, and so for him to leave on his own accord and go to a, a rival in Cincinnati out of the blue was just wild. And it was, you know, it was, like, there, there were some people that were kind of sad that he left. I think most people were like, "Cool." And then you had an like everyone knew what was going to happen next, right? Like we wanted Jeff Brom for the most part as a fan base, and I think we knew that Jeff 
was going to come this time. And so it was like, okay, like that was as much of the celebration as anything was like, okay, he's gone. Now we can get the guy that we want. We've wanted all along. Let's make this happen. And it all happened pretty quickly. With KP, I think everyone sort of thinks that this is, we all think this is going in the same place. Even if you support Kenny Payne and you want him to get a third year, I think now more people are thinking that it's, this is just not going to end well. And the question is who comes in next? And there's no real obvious home run candidate that you want and that you know will take the job. So it's like it's a little bit different. like when when the, when the day comes it's going to be this like okay like we've known this was coming for a while it's now it's just like what's next let's finally turn the page. I don't know it'll be de- like I don't even I mean I'm celebratory no. I mean I'll celebrate when Louisville basketball gets back to being good, which will happen at some point in time. I will be so damn happy and so damn obnoxious at the same time. Like I, I've always been kind of like that, pet, that cautiously optimistic, sometimes pessimistic fan who's like, ah, you know, you got to respect the opponent. Like this Notre Dame team is good. No, 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 no. When we get back to being good, I'm gonna be like, let's win by 75 against these sorry sons of like, like, like I, I will be like bleep Virginia. I don't care about the curse. It, like if we beat Virginia, I'm just like a thrusting virtually online on every Virginia fan. It's gonna be crazy. And we all should do that. We should I'll all be right celebrate. There with you. It's going to be great. Texas says Karan and Popeyes were cousins. Both left Louisville this semester. Oh, did Louisville lose its Popeyes? I think they meant the football player. Oh, I thought they meant the Popeyes that was over there on campus. That makes no. more sense. <laughs> <laughs> He's not cousins of the franchise. I forgot that he and Popeye Williams were cousins. Were they? Yeah. But I thought he was cousins with the guy from FAU. He is. You're allowed to have more than one cousin. That's true. I mean, was Popeye from Indiana? Did Karan even really leave, though? <laughs> Do we know Karan and Popeye are the same person? I mean, you know. <laughs> have we ever seen them both in the same place at the same time? What do we know at this point? <laughs> Not a lot. But yeah, Popeye Williams is from uh, Westfield, Indiana. Is that, I guess, northern? Very close, yeah. Okay. Texas, I meant to send this yesterday based on his comments a couple days ago, but Trevor expects an offensive line of Jonathan Ogden, Larry Allen, Will Shields, and Willie Rove by year three of Braum. The Lions will be fine. Holmes is a better GM than uh, Roseman, uh, and just like Yeiserman and Sackick. Biggest FA signing, Ivan Rodriguez signed with the Tigers, and that was the beginning of their turnaround. Now they yeah. suck again. Trevor with his podcast voice is George with his model hands. <laughs> Exquisite. I kind of brought up Willie Rove because he could have been a Lion, except you traded him on draft day for uh, Pat Swilling. Thank you for that. No problem. Texas, get Karan Davis on the show right now. I need answers. We're trying. I've noticed a lot of people have like tagged him and been like, you should go on the show with this person. <laughs> My favorite was someone's like, come on the Rough the Rup No Good or something podcast and tell me your story. I'm like, the Rough No Good podcast? Rup No Good. Rup No Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of it. Yeah, Rup to No Good. Oh, man. <laughs> the podcast. Uh, hey, TJ follows him. <laughs> I mean, the theory that Kenny Payne is a UK plant is only like I, I, I'm not typically a sports conspiracy theorist. But I like, mean, it's it's I don't think it's true. But out of last night, the, the article you brought up to my digestion, it's still it's still under my crawl a little bit. If it came out that it was true after all these like, like like 20 years from now, I'd be like, I'm still a little surprised. But it's not like, not the most shocking thing in the world. Uh, like he he didn't even try to hide it well. Like, if, if that's the case, though, I mean, why are we still having former players, like, publicly supporting him? Wouldn't they know of, of, of the truth? No, Kenny's a, he's, he's very good at what he does. This is like the Americans? Yeah. 
He's Claire Danes in, in Homeland. Like she's just deep, deep undercover. Very good at what, like very committed to the bit. Maybe he doesn't even know. Maybe he's just like hypnotized. He doesn't even realize what he's doing. His like dying words or repeating that from, the, from that Lex Narrow leader story, which is like, I'm a wildcat. I'm a, I'm a wildcat. And we're like, damn, he was in on it the whole time. He sacrificed winning a national championship in 1986 to set the tone for the next 40 years. Damn. Damn that Kenny Payne. We we did lose to UK that year, did we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was the that was the whole like oh here I used to some of my friends be like you won the national champ, but we were the state titles state champs, and that's of course in '98 that was when they got turned around on them. Right. So yeah, I mean I, I'm curious. Can we get a box score from that '86 Louisville UK game? What how did Kenny Payne like seven turnovers? I kind of want to know now. I kind of want to know. I'm curious a little bit, too. Texas, why is KP so quick to call out Ty Lar about the tights but refuses to talk about Karan at all? It's a great, it's a great it's a point. Like very good question. I mean, the, the tights call out you knew was going to make Ty Lar Johnson look bad. And he, also, like, he emphasized it. He's like, this is what I have to deal with today. These kids. And with Karan Davis, he's like, well, we're not talking about it. He's not in trouble. He's a good kid. Well, he hasn't gone that far. He's not going to mention his character for sure. That is actually a really good, I mean, excellent question. I mean, and that's going to be brought up too. Like, if KP wants to be like, I can't answer, then why would you throw Tyler under the bus for his tights? But you can't tell us why you have no idea what this, what you're doing with this kid. And the, the, the what is going on? You just, are you just have no control over your program, coach? Well, kind of. Can I go to the game tonight? I said I think I, if I go to the game tonight, I'll ask these questions. They get. Can somebody get me a pass like at the last minute? I'm sure you can apply for it. They probably won't let you have one, but I'm, I, mean, I could probably just walk there. I know how to get there. I found the box score for the <laughs> the 1985 Louisville Kentucky game. Did you really? <laughs> uh, Kenny Payne, two minutes, mm-hmm. zero for two from the field. Oh yeah, one turnover, mm-hmm. no points scored. Yeah, yeah. I, I clearly he was attempting to, 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 to sabotage us. They've been saying for years those two minutes cost the game. I've I've heard it. The next year. 1986, Kenny Payne, not not very good again. Mm-hmm. 17 minutes, 2 of 8 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3, 7 points, 3 turnovers, 1 rebound. Was it 86? Or, I thought it, the 3-point line was in 87. Did we have it? Well, it was December of 86. Oh, the 86-87 okay. season. Oh, I got you, I got you, got you. He was using it more than anybody else and just wasn't making them. <laughs> and we lost by 34. If he played a little bit better, we would have won that game. Well, we could have had maybe also if we had had maybe Rex Chapman. Would have helped. Would have helped. Because I think didn't Rex score like 30 on us in his freshman year? Uh, Yeah, and then 21 the next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kenny Payne, year three. A one-point Louisville loss. 36 minutes, four of nine from the field, two of five from three, 10 points, five rebounds, one assist, no turnovers. That's, but that's that's, but that stat line doesn't show us how many points he allowed by playing Ole defense. True. If you played a little bit better, we would have won that game. We lost yeah. by a point. I guess the number, we were unranked. They were number one in the, in the country. So, we're 0, so he's 0-3 versus Kentucky. Did he go 0-4 versus Kentucky? Uh, 1980. No, we won his, no. Last, his senior year. Okay. 97-75. to Blew him out. Kenny Payne, 16 points. That was the last Eddie. Uh, five rebounds, two assists. That was Eddie Sutton's rounds. last year, I think, wasn't it? That was. Yeah, the team that they'd already probably... Mills and Ron Ellis and those all those guys. He couldn't were. be too obvious. He's too good at what he does. Yeah. Couldn't give him, couldn't give him all four years, but he gave him three. Dumb bone. Double agent. Let's take a break. Oh, we had like we have way more text to get to now. We'll do as much I as we can. I wonder what they're about. 
<laughs> the Quran Chronicles continue after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. about Karan Davis. And I will wait, I will wait for Karan. It's about Jay Wright. Do <laughs> <laughs> that anybody you want. Our imaginations are running wild in this day and age. Well, some people are going at like little people. Like, you have sources? This is what happens when media does. Like, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what the? I won't throw him on the bus, but like, the journalist replied with, our sources is from the university. Was, I, I saw poor Matt McGavick. The guy's like, our media is pathetic. Like putting out stories out there about Karan Davis transferring, and he's like, I'm not. He's like, our, our sources is a little. The University of Louisville coming out and being like, he's told us he's transferring, and then Karan Davis is like, nope. Well, the I'm, same person tagged Zach Greenwood's Twitter was like, sources, all the questions. I'm like, he's what are you talking about? He is the source. That's that's the point. I've thought for so many times over the last five years now, hell, six, seven years now, that things couldn't possibly get more dumb. We may be in the dumbest time, at least as it pertains to the University of Louisville men's basketball program. You can't, you know, I guess it's, you know, I guess these are like cheeky shenanigans compared to like the the cruel and evil shenanigans of, uh, you know, the, the, the NCAA sagas. Our shenanigans are fun and cheeky. It's somehow worse, almost that like we're just so bad at this. You know, back in the day we were just really bad at cheating, and now we're just bad at everything. Like we're bad at this isn't even cheating. <laughs> we quite literally have a university saying that a player is transferring, and the player being like, "Nope," and there's and, and nobody has any idea what's going on. I, I don't. I don't. Is that part of? I mean, that's just that's just today. I mean, they're not even you know giving. It's the just bad, Wednesday. Yeah. It, it, it's like I said in the story yesterday. You, you know, the DePaul game. Everyone's like, oh, this is kind of a breaking point. I'm like, it wasn't even like the biggest thing. It was just the latest thing in a string of 21 months where all the things have been embarrassing. This is just the latest thing. It's not like, oh, now I'm embarrassed to be a U of L basketball fan. It's been embarrassing for a year and a half now. I mean, hell, it was, it was a little bit embarrassing. It was embarrassing for two and a half years and embarrassing on and off for the five years before that. It's just... I mean, we're, we're embarrassing enough on the court. Do we really need to be off the court embarrassing? How are you isn't so it, bad at this? I mean, how it, are they so bad at all of this? Are you hammering the table over there? Is it, I mean, it's like a hat on a hat, right? I mean, do we really need to be this bad at everything? It's like we have... The worst, most inept group of substitute teachers running the program, and and, <laughs> and they like nobody told them what to do. It was like we just need a body, come in here and teach. And they're like, no, I'll take attendance and I'll I'll say some stuff, but I've got no idea how the hell to actually be a teacher. That's what it feels like every single day. I mean, I, I think it was 
my eighth grade year, our, our coach at Westport quit, and like so they just like like a week before the season, so they just put like a random science teacher. Yeah, in. that's what we got. It's that. Yeah, I, I mean, I kid you not. This was like somebody who never watched a game of basketball, but they were like the only ones that would volunteer to sit on the bench. And of course, you know, we never like none of us listened. We just went out there and played basically, you know, pick up ball for the rest of the season. It feels like this is also kind of sort of a a back and forth between Davis and UofL where things are going on behind the scenes. Like, I don't think that Karan Davis just coincidentally put out the statements this afternoon that was like, hey, here are my grades. They're great. And also, I can't wait to go watch my, my teammates play tonight. He had gotten, I think UofL had probably come to him and been like, you know, we've kept whatever's going on quiet, but you need to transfer you're, you're, you know, you're, we've tried to be like you're still part of the team. You're not in any trouble, but it's time for you to leave. And well, he's what's like, the and quiet he, part? We don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> and he's like, no. And so he puts the statement out there, and then U of L is like, all right, well, you know, we're gonna one up you here. It's from U of L. He told us he's transferring. He's gone. And then Karan Davis is like, you think I'm gonna back down now? Nope. Guess what? I'm telling everybody. Didn't want to transfer. Don't want to transfer. Love being a Cardinal. <laughs> if you want to put out there, like, I, I feel like what's going on. There was kind of there's some talk that maybe he was ineligible. Uh, and that, that was, and then you brought it up. I'm sure you're not the only one, and, and we're not the only ones on the show that bring it up. Because usually, yes, when when this is the type of situation, nine out of ten times you go to academics, right? I mean, we've talked about this, I and mean, so I can assume that's why he put the grades out there to, to debunk that. My only guess for what's happening right now, and again, all we have to do is guess because we're quite literally getting no substantive information from anybody, is that U of L found out at some point that. For whatever reason, Davis was ineligible, and you know they, you don't want any attention from the NCAA. We're still on probation for the end of this year. The probation ends after this season. No. All you've got to do is be good for three. We can lose all the rest of the games. Just don't screw up for three months and make sure that we have no sort of NCAA deals for whoever the next coach is. And U of L is like you know they're obviously very cautious right now, and maybe they caught wind of something that you know would get us in trouble because he actually did practice, he played an exhibition game, all that stuff, and so they're just trying to kind of like hide it. And they're like, you need to, to to be gone so we don't get in trouble for this. And Karan's like, no, I like it here. I don't want to go. If you want me gone and you're going to say I'm going to transfer, you, I, I'm going to make you come out and say why you're making me transfer, why I've got to leave, and you don't want to do that. If that's the case, they're, they're, you're, you're going about it all wrong. This is a terrible way to handle this. But it's all I can think of at this point because nothing else makes any sort of sense. I, I, I just want to know what's next. I don't. I mean, because because I mean, it just just when you think we can't be, like we can't pee on our shoes anymore, you know, we would do it again. I want some level of just rational thought to I don't be think what's that's next. Gonna, I don't think that's going to be happening under this 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 tenure. I don't see it. I don't. I just don't. Why should I? What? Give me one mo- one instant of proof to tell me why I think something wackier and crazier is not going to happen in two weeks. Rotating group of coaches for the rest of the year. I mean, love it's of the only way to save this program for the next three. We're the only team in, in the last hundred years to have a rain delay in a basketball game. Well, we won that game, so that's... <laughs> still, I'm just saying. Texas says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Davis, you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> He's talking about it. I mean, well, no, he doesn't bring up Fight Club. He's just bringing up academics. So. Texas, any chance that the Cron Davis story goes sideways and we can fire KP with cause and not have to pay a cent? A guy can hope. Maybe. I mean, who, I mean, possibly. Yeah. Texas, is anyone enjoying retirement more than Kenny Klein right now? <laughs> I think Kenny's to blame for all this. You, you blame Kenny. You think, yeah, because, well, I mean, 
He's not He's not cleaning stuff up. He's got to be happy, though. He's not going to worry about cleaning his crap up. I think he is. He's got to be sitting. I don't know why I just picture him like sitting in a comfy chair with like, like a glass, glass of wine in his hand, cigar maybe in the other, being like, sucks to be you, Zach. <laughs> Texas says, so here's my theory. In one of the many Danny Manning snaps that he takes on a daily basis, something came to him in the dream telling him about Karan Davis. Side note, it was a bad dream. <laughs> maybe. It's as good as an explanation as anything else. I mean, can we not get can, can can Manning step up and and say what the deal? I mean, this is his guy, right? I mean, he found him, he discovered him. I mean, we haven't heard from Danny Manning in twenty months. <laughs> We're not gonna hear from. Him I now. would ask to hear from Nolan, but sometimes that's never a good thing. I'm more interested in the Kenny Payne post game press conference than I am anything that happens on the floor. Tonight. I am one hundred percent with you. I honestly don't even want. I, I want to get this game over so we can get to the press conference. What are the odds of Kenny doesn't even do the press conference? I mean, if we, I mean, there's a chance he didn't do it. Didn't do anything yesterday. Now he hasn't skipped any post game press no. conferences. No, I mean, you're, you're supposed to get a financial penalty if you do that. Um, He's just taking out my buyout. <laughs> but I mean, he, he could send an assistant or something like that, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, what assistant's going to step up and do it? Oh yeah, it was just Danny. Danny, I want you to go out there. Not me, coach. Yeah, Danny. <laughs> no, screw you. <laughs> He'd have to actually talk to Nolan to ask him to do it. So. There's that, and then Josh Jamison would be like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here either." Texas says, uh, "Breaking U of L accused of using basketball scholarships to allow underprivileged kids to go to school for free." <laughs> what if Karan shows up to the press conference tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I want Karan to just go on the bench. Like, no, no, what if there's a question and everybody looks around like, "Who said that?" And then you look in the back corner, it's Karan with like a hoodie over. He's like. Answer the question, coach. It's like Karan Davis card chronicle. I'm like, I didn't tell him to do this. I promise. <laughs> We got a big ex- media pass. We'll give it to him right now. He likes like Trevor Kelsey, big extra radio. It's like, what? <laughs> Texas says, Crumb, Patino, or Mac is the coach of the local media is routing through their trash, but they treat pain with kid gloves. Uh, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily. It's also a different era and time. I mean, Crumb, Patino, you know, the diff- Crumb, especially a different time and era. I mean, I, I can't speak for also, anybody else. I, also, I wouldn't say that about crime. The local media is the one that got us in trouble in the early '90s with with the whole uh, Mark Gay stuff and the and, and, and Mark Blunt and Smokey Walker. That was the local media doing that. And Handsome Jimmy. Yeah, I mean that's so. I yeah, you can't get yeah, that's yeah. I'm, you can't say that completely. Texas KP is not only one of the worst coaches in the history of college basketball, but it goes beyond the terrible play on the court. He's making us the laughing stock on and off the court. It's effing embarrassing. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's nothing new. I think we've passed effing embarrassing, like, I don't know, like a year ago. Texas <laughs> Danilo will be the next one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Texas for the uh for the very short amount of time KP has played a core of four, he's looked good, but he doesn't play him for whatever reason. Corfor at least plays hard. I mean, that's he does. He's he's just, he's a raw talent that you know probably doesn't need to be playing. It. Maybe not. He's ready not for a, a player at yeah. this level. But he's he, he plays hard. He's got limited skills. But he's at, at this point, I want play the kids that are going to play hard. But see, but, now, but see, he gets to play because KP found him in the middle of nowhere. Manning found Kron, so Kron gets kicked off the team. Maybe that's what it is. I, I'm just saying. Texas, Trevor, how do you feel about Brom getting Ivy League Mountain West and Matt guys along with a QB on his third school to compete against big-time teams? Uh, well, he's a big-time coach. I mean, I, I feel good, actually. Worked out pretty well for us last if, year. If you're, if you, I, I know you're being sarcastic, but I'm going to be honest with you. I feel excellent. 
Um, I'm not sure the Mountain West guy you're referring to off the top of my head, but we get from the tight end from San Diego State, Redmond. Oh, okay, the new kid. Okay, you mentioned today, yeah. Uh, but I'm very excited about about Thor and the defensive tackle, and I'm I'm, I'm not over the moon about Shuck, but I'm I, I you know listen the more the more guys that you can you can put in a hat the chance of getting a star out of it the better to pick from. You have a better chance to win the lottery with six tickets than you do five. I think I want Karan Davis to coach the team <laughs> at this point. Well. I mean, don't you want anybody to coach the team other than what's on the staff right now? Put out a statement saying if he can't play, he can just be the coach. See what happens. <laughs> We're going to put him on a JV team. Texas podcast name idea. The Stranger in Section 117. <laughs> the Specter of Karan Davis. The most impactful player nobody's ever actually met. If we're going for like a subheading, when you go that one eighteen is where the media sits. So let's put them in there. If we're going for like a subheading, I still think it's the. It'd be like, he's not in trouble, the Quran Chronicles, <laughs> because he's definitely not in trouble. It's the, the Card Chronicles, yeah. <laughs> he's not in trouble. He's not in the trouble. Card Chronicles. This is episode sixteen, Kentucky Wesleyan. Texas, can we get Wagner on U of L schedule? You have thirty minutes. <laughs> Hey, now, come on, Wagner. And for the record, we we one of their players did score on us already. One of their ex players. That's true for Simmons. Yeah, he went and won. I think that was his only points of the game, but still, still scored. He was a walk on from Wagner. I like that pain is trending right underneath artistic nudity on my. Um, is that still trending? By the way, what, yeah. what was artistic nudity? Mean? I, I don't want to click on that, but I was kind of worried too at work. Well, it's, it's too artsy for you. Okay, UVL. By the way, update from the from the KFC Yum Center. Louisville leads Morehead State forty-one twenty-two at the half. Nyla Harris has twelve points. The Cards nice separation there in the second quarter after a little bit of a slow start. That's the first game of a doubleheader at the KFC Yum Center. Uh, you can listen to that over on our sister station nine seventy WGTK. But for all means, by, by all means, keep it right here. We have one more hour of Quran talk to go. I, 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 I'm glad we got a score update. I'm glad we're winning. But have we seen Quran in the stands? He said he's going to be there. We need an update. That's what I'm concerned about. At like this point now that we're at 41-22 at the half, I don't need to worry about the game on the court. I want to know off, off in the stands, is Quran there? Because we got, we, got, we, got, we got to see who's, who's more truthful here at this point. And he said he's going to be there. What if they show him on the Jumbotron jumbo and he gets a standing ovation? I mean, I would be hilarious. <laughs> Men played a single game. The crowd gives him a standing O. He starts crying. He's like tipping his hat off like Derek Jeter. There's a chant. Kuran, 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 Kuran. KD, KD. Kenny's like, they're cheering for me. Finally. Everybody's like, <laughs> Kenny's like, you finally love me. <laughs> Oh, God, what is happening? Texture says, I would love to see Kenny go after the U.K. game. Give the reins to Nolan to start a new year versus ACC play. Nolan gets recruits. Can The same, the same text yesterday, and we all were kind of like, can he get recruits? Because it hasn't happened yet. He got a recruit. He did. <laughs> he's, in, he's in Australia now. Texas says maybe he was considering transferring because of playing time and KP wanted to not include him in games until he officially made a decision whether or not to enter the transfer portal. And then that same person <laughs> responds to him and says, okay, my theory was bleeping wrong. What the hell? <laughs> I love how he went from sending that theory at 318 <laughs> to being completely wrong by 405. Things move pretty fast yeah. around here. Yeah, you don't, don't, you don't stop and look around. You just might miss it. It's <laughs> never anything good. But he had two texts in between that apparently just were considered irrelevant by the point of that time as well. <laughs> good Lord, what a day. <laughs> Texas, I think that after all of this, I feel bad for Karan Davis. Maybe Karan is just the friends we made along the way. 
Yeah. I mean, I I do feel a bad for Karan, no matter what the situation is. I mean, he is kind of. I do I mean, too. Clearly, he doesn't want it. He wants to be a little. I mean, he wants to be here. That's more we can say about some of the other recruits that KP's brought in. I've got to know what's happening here. I'm, I'm I'm fascinated by this whole thing. I mean, even if he's not good, at least he has a heart of wanting to be here. I mean, I don't. I mean, personally, I don't know how much Sky really wants to be here. I don't know how much really Trey wants to be here. This is just, it's just pure chaos every I mean, single day. I mean, I. I'm wondering how much more Evans wants to be here. Though I mean, he's not getting in way he's getting the season's going. It's like the worst reality show of all time, except you know, like eighty percent of those reality shows are scripted and staged. Like it, none of this is. We're just that inept. It's like watching another episode of like we talked about Jackass yesterday. This is what this is. It's like the basketball equivalent of it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm Cron Davis. This is dueling statements. Yeah, I mean, it's what we're watching. The guy that did, you know. Tied the, the 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 cart to his car and drove around in it. That's that's, what, that's pretty much what we've done. I'm Kenny Payne. This is the transfer. <laughs> Texas Karan Davis. It's not you. It's us. No, it's you. No, it's us. Don't lick the invitation. <laughs> nice. Texas, just keep Karan on the team at this point. Maybe an official team and a shadow team, like in Parliament. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he started tonight. Would you like? How surprised would you really be if they just announce his name and start? It's like Edgar, Karan, Davis. All all seven hundred people would be shocked. I would love it. Why not? (laughs) Go for it. Our way of saying we're sorry we we transferred you without you transfer wanting to transfer. I mean, I mean, I mean, they just can't kick him out. He's got like sign something, right? I don't, I've, yes. I, mean, I would think they just can't. I mean, did this he get, is the way the transfers work. I transferred schools in college. I mean, did he did he did he go up to the door and try to enter the door and like swipe his card and like the little red light came on? <laughs> like he's like, my stuff is there. <laughs> like, no, it's not. It's on the corner. There's like a box with some shoes in it and stuff. I mean, what the heck? <sighs> I had a sandwich in the fridge, man. Come on. Texas, what a bleep show when they put out the statement after touting his good grades. Why would he leave a free education and living situation even if they weren't playing his ass? Not exactly like he had other offers. That's the thing. Well, he's, they didn't tout it. He kind of he did that. But yeah, I, mean, I think that that's to me is like he recognizes he's got no real place to go. Like it sounds like he wasn't recruited by anybody else. No, like, like he if he wants to go play basketball somewhere else, it's going to have to be at a lower level. And so, yeah, I would I would want to stay at U of L too. I mean, he's even even if it's not for basketball reasons. And it sounds like the the you know men's basketball is like, well, no, you can't do it. And but I mean, he's going to make them say like this is it is like a breakup where you're just trying to get the other person to break up with you, and eventually they're just going to have to look at you and be like, if you want to do this. You're the one who's going to have to say it, and I feel like that's what Karan Davis is going to make U of L. Like if you want to, if you want to let it, say it, you know, just like no, well, no, no. They said not. that they said, but they said that he said it. That's true. They yeah. said that he wanted. It. He came to them and was like, "I'm going to transfer," and he's like, "No." So if you are kicking me out for whatever reasons, you're going to have to tell the public what those reasons are. And th- this very much feels like a calculated game on on both sides, where you know. Davis wants to stay more than he cares about not not letting the story, whatever it is, get out. And U of L wants him gone without the story getting out. And it sounds like neither one's really going to get their way here. Oh God, what's the story? It can't be that bad. I'm telling you, I think it's something about him 
not being eligible. That if I had to guess something, that's no inside information. That's what I would. Guess. But they don't want to admit that because he played a few minutes in the exhibition game. I guess that's all. That's the only thing that makes any sense outside of the fight story being real, which I guess could be true. Who knows? I, I feel like one of the sides would have come forward at this point, or you'd heard. Who knows? We have an hour left of this. <laughs> we'll get oh, to it. Uh, the Quran Chronicles continue after this. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450-961, The Big X. Five o'clock hour here, the Mike Rutherford Show, 1459, one of the big eggs. Are you doing your random Wednesday song? Yeah, and I couldn't have helped it have worked out better for having this come up in the five o'clock hour, I feel like. Really? It's the Quran Davis never ending story. Except it kinda ends today. No, it's not ending. Today's It does th- feel like it's just no, being started. No, today is the end of chapter one. Okay. This this story is not over yet. The I- ending has not yet been written. I feel like this all ends with Karan Davis playing for Kentucky <laughs> and playing well for Kentucky. IU. Uh, if you're just joining us, yeah, we've talked about a little bit U of L football getting some guys in the transfer portal, the cards playing Arkansas State tonight, the women's team playing Morton State right now. It's all taken a backseat to this has become the Karan Davis show. He was already the most fascinating player in the history of Louisville basketball. Then today, quick recap, he puts out a couple of tweets this afternoon saying, had the best academic semester of my life. This was, I don't take it for granted. Posts his grades, which are great. Has a second tweet where he says, I'm excited to be at the Yum Center tonight to support both the women's team and my teammates on the men's side. Looking forward to it. Go Cards. And we know he's been supportive in the crowd before. He has. He was at the Bellarmine game, uh, even though Kenny Payne was like, I didn't know it. But if he was, cool. He's on the team, though. Uh- the UofL puts out a, an official statement about an hour later saying, Karan Davis has told us that he intends to transfer. We wish him the best of luck. Very brief statement, nothing else in it. No quote from Kenny Payne directly. Davis then puts out a tweet an hour after that saying, I don't know why they put out that statement. I never told anybody at UofL that I wanted to transfer. I don't want to transfer. I enjoy being a Cardinal. The fact that an official statement was put out with false information is disheartening and sad. So there we are. Oh uh, no, 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 we're not there. Here's what, the, what are happened. You ready for this? Yes. We. I told you it's a never-ending story, my oh friend. My, oh my god, here Next we go. Cha- now this isn't mind blowing, but can confirm from both Matt McGavick and Eric Crawford that Cron is in the stands at the Yum Center. They have attempted to chat with him, according to Matt, and he has said that he cannot, he could not comment at this time. "Quote: I gotta wait." It's what I said yesterday. I mean, all we all we can do is sit here and wait. There's what's what's this bomb that's going to be dropped? Kron Davis <laughs> started the Russian-Ukraine war. I've never had any anticipation for a guy who's never played pretty much a second of basketball. Episode thirty one thirty five. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. You're listening. <laughs> 
to the Card Chronicles. You gotta go quiet again. You're listening to the Card Chronicles. You're listening to the Card Chronicles. Yeah. Speaking of waiting, if you don't want to wait for your next meal, our friends over at HelloFresh can help you out. <laughs> <laughs> go to DoorDash. Just type in TK Loves It. Have trouble and get transferring? get 5% off. <laughs> have trouble transferring? Go to WebMD. They never have any problem transferring your, your prescriptions from one place to the next. WebMD. Uh, I mean... Crawford put out said his quote was not right now. Not right now. I've got to wait. Is, is what he that, told yeah. Eric Crawford. So, but he is in the building. Look, at least we know one person's telling the truth about something. Karan Davis said he was going to the game. Again, that is why I'm sitting there telling you. Like we, I'm leaning towards everything he said. He's the only one that's been honest in this, right? It feels like it. I do like we, we have. There's a fan on Twitter now who says it's. This all sounds to me like sabotage. Whoever wrote and put the statement out is part of the elaborate plot locally and nationally to make sure that he fails, a statement that Eric Crawford made on the V Show a while back. So now we have we have fans now that are saying that uh, UofL sports information director is sabotaging the program to make it look like Kenny to make it look like Kenny Payne is failing. <laughs> it never stops. It just it never, ever, ever stops. It's worse than the worst reality show in America. How are they so bad at everything? How are they so it's bad at like this? Reality TV made on YouTube or something. It's not even didn't even make didn't even make us network. We are a content factory in the worst possible way for fans that actually care about the program it, 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 to a point where they want the program to stop being a national laughing stock. Uh, I mean, oh, what is happening? I mean, can, I can't wait for the ACC traditions on this. The, the class the Quran killed. <laughs> oh my God! The Quran uh, class. The Quran class. Kenny and Quran's clash. Uh, the, now, the, now, Kenny Quran class. I mean, people. I'm seeing the people. I guess uh, see are talking to him in the staff. He's become the most popular guy probably at this game. I would think. I'm t- put him on the jumbo screen. Sean, you know, Matt again is, is also you know this seems like a really good kid. He said that people are, I mean, blowing it. Poor Karan, he's probably we're not. I mean, if you did or did not slide his DMs, but like I'm sure everybody's blowing him up now. Like, what's going on? Want to talk? 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 And this like, man's going to take seventy five selfies at these games tonight. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I just like picture like I'm like trying to like bring Karan Davis onto like the into the into the press conference and like Kenny P, Kenny Payne being like the the kid in Mean Girls like the hoodie on. He's like you don't even go here. You can't sit with us. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I just Trevor, I just don't know. I mean, seriously, this all, all the only thing that I do know is this all could have been handled so much better from the jump, and. Multiple people screwed this thing up royally. Oh yeah, and now we're at a point where, I mean, unless unless the whole goal in this is to distract from the actual on court play. Well, <laughs> like if we lose to Arkansas State Honestly, tonight, that's, they, they've done a good job of that. If right? they lead, if they lose to Arkansas State tonight, I mean, I think a lot of people will be like, "Who cares? Let's hear what he has to, <laughs> to say." I'm not even mad about that. Just tell me what the hell is going on. How's he going to answer this one? What's he going to say that you know, the national media people are going to be quoting tonight? Here we go. Here comes the real show. Jesus Christ, Trevor. I, I, I mean, no, I mean, you, you know, you, you laugh, but I'm, I'm serious. so sick. I literally this. am more interested in knowing about this than it could give two bleeps while we win or lose tonight. I mean, I don't expect us to really win. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, so if we did, it's great. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 
if I was at this press conference, they would probably escort me out because I would not. I would be like a dog on a bone. I'd be like, no, I want to know about Quran. Like, if it's something, just just be honest with me, because clearly you have done nothing but just give us the runaround and lies. Like you're a dude stepping out on your girl left and right at every question we've asked you about it. What is the truth here? Crawford put out a, a picture of Karan Davis at the the women's game. I feel bad. I mean, I, I do feel bad for him. Like this is I don't know what's going on. I don't know why he. I mean, if it is if it is something to do academically from his, his t- past tenure, I mean, I would think they. I mean, then, then why are you lying? It, it, it covered up. Like he played like five minutes the next Michigan game. Just totally NCAA, oops. Like, I'm we sorry we didn't get his grades in time. Hell, we didn't even know where his school was until a week ago. I don't know. I mean, just admit, just go up to him and be like, hey. I mean, if that's if that's what really what it is and you're trying to be quiet about it, you don't want the NCAA to find out. I mean, good, good Lord. I mean, this is the, this is what I like to say, the blind leading the blind over here. Yeah, I just... I, I do love. I'm seeing more and more fans who are like meeting needs to check out stuff before it's like the person that you would go to check out stuff is the person who put out the <laughs> yeah, statement saying no, he's transferring. No, no, don't point that. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Eric, the Eric Cropper picture. It doesn't help that there's literally no one else around him in the stands. It's five o'clock on a Wednesday. I don't care. There's one. I mean, he's sitting in an empty stadium. <laughs> I poor one kid in front of him. <laughs> I mean, we are absolutely in hell. We have people are like arguing that the media is did Karan Davis wrong because they they, How did they, George, what? they took an official statement from the program that said he was transferring and said, "Hey, I, Karan Davis is transferring." Says U of L. I love how that's the media's fault. It's like U of L being like, "How could you talk to? Why are you running with Karan Davis's statement?" It's like, "Well, it's from him. He's saying it. Like, what, what, what do you want us to do? Like, like there are no better sources in this case than the player himself and the program themselves. Like, what do you want us to do? They're saying opposite things. This is not our fault. That's not even a re- that's not even reporting as part of the media. That's just like reposting a, a, a text or an email. It's not even re- that's not even media reporting. That's just putting it out there." It's like, hold on, let me text the two people that are putting out these statements on their own to see what they have to say. Maybe they'll say something different over the phone. When you can't think it can get any dumber, it gets so much more dumb. Every single time. I don't know where else we can go from here. Outside of one of our players actually being a robot or something like that. (laughs) That would be awesome. There's no way it can get weirder or more dumb than it is right now. There's just not. They're, they're, every time I say that, I know that I, you know, you're jinxing it. But my mm. God, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You thought a second ago you, we were done, and then we found out Cronson is in the stands, and we have we have confirmation of it. Think about what's going to happen three hours from now. We've got we've got forty five. Screw that. We got forty five more minutes. I'm telling you, he might play tonight. <laughs> he might start and score fourteen points tonight. What if he had a game winner? <laughs> I guess the Arkansas State back. He's not on the roster. <laughs> this isn't fair. It's like the, the dude from like uh, above the rim. He's like, look, he's on my original list right here. <laughs> he's, he's just playing in like the clothes that he's wearing in the he's crowd. Gonna, he's gonna show up just like yeah. He's gonna show up like Leon with with like khakis on. This is the way it works. You go out there, you go out there with some khakis on and dress shoes and just drop like thirty points. All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texture says. I'm going to need Karan to put the whole staff on blast, air all the dirty laundry, may as well. Well, he's clearly, he's waiting, it sounds like. He says he can't talk about it, and he's not talking about it. Although, I mean, it is kind of strange that he's 
he can say that he didn't intend to transfer, but he's like, I've got to wait to say anything. Well, why? The school's already basically kicked you out, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. I don't. Well, they also said he was the one that came to them. Right, Which, is, but that leads me to, I mean, I, I don't think that you can revoke a scholarship in the middle of a season. So, like, if Karan Davis wanted to stay at U of L through the cause, right? I yeah, through think. the you can revoke. It's a one year, I think, re- renewable deal. If he wanted to stay for the the spring semester, I don't think there's anything U of L can do about it. Now they can kick him off the team, but <clears throat> at some point, like, you're gonna have to say why. You clear your throat. No, I'm good. Okay. Texture says, "Let Karan coach the rest of the season." You coward. That's what I'm saying. I, I want to. I kind of want him to coach the team at this point. I, I mean, <laughs> really, can get any worse. I mean. Texas during fan week, they could put polls up on the screen, vote now, press zone man to man if we were doing the rotating group of coaches. I think this is the best idea the show's ever come up with. <laughs> just dude, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, we we have a during the the under twelve timeout of the first half, you get to choose what type of uh, of defense we're playing for the next segment. Fan I mean, vote instead, at the game. Instead, instead of having one of the games where they do the race, like instead of section one twelve winning a free taco, you get to coach it you get to, to pick the defense run. I guarantee if we did this, different coaches every week, fans get to coach a couple games, fans get to call plays from the stands, attendance goes up, TV ratings skyrocket. Those CW, we're setting CW records (laughs) for those games. This is how you save Louisville basketball for three months. I don't know, small town did some pretty good ratings, I heard. We would pay for Kenny Payne's buyout with the money we would achieve in these three months with this gimmick. And, oh, no, we may not win a whole lot of basketball games because it's going so well on the court now. Do this for three months, hire somebody who can win, and we'll move on. At least have some fun with it. We, we can do a raffle, right? Sure, of course. <laughs> we can do it all, Trev. Have a make-a-wish kid out there. Why not? Let him coach. <laughs> yeah. Let him start. Let him play. Let him coach. Let him play. I was going to say, put him out there and play. Let him take a shot like J-Mac out there from the corner. Texas, I don't jog or run, but if that's what it takes to get an update from Josh Hart, I'm down. <laughs> Texas, maybe Payne and company are throwing Davis under the bus so that everyone forgets about the article resurfacing where Payne said he should have went to Kentucky and convinced Rex Chapman to go to UK while hosting him on his UofL recruiting visit. That is that is well thought out and probably too well thought out for Kenny Payne to come up with. Texas says... Um, Trevor, I'm significantly younger than you. When all boys' schools travel to Wagner, the students would rhyme a homophobic slur with the wag. That's not cool. <laughs> I can see that. That's why we don't go by the wag anymore. Texas, don't worry, Trevor. The We're basketball the basketball posted five minutes ago to stop by the merch store at tonight's game. Oh, what? I have no idea what that was in reference to. Well, that was at 419. So. Texas, did TJ just set the record for most edits on a tweet on X? Yeah, he was. I noticed he did that a lot. Pays that big money so he can edit those tweets. Texas, did Karan Davis also trick Kenny Payne? He tricked me. Texas, UofL taking notes from the Oster, Oster Piastri and Alpine drama just reverse. What? Did you hear that honk out there? I did not. Okay. I realize this text reaches a small percentage of your audience, but the similarities are too close not to mention. Texas, Indiana Larry says the TK14 bet is safe. Oh, yeah, I can pretty much take that. It's been a great week for the TK14 bet, if you had the under. I mean, that's just that's a, that's a lock. I can't think of I, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's I can't even like come up with a scenario where they would top 14 wins. It doesn't feel like it. No. Texas Karan was just having too many pampered chef parties in the locker room. There, <laughs> that's another great podcast advertisement. Texas says, uh, Katina Powell, make her say no. I hear she does amazing work on making young men perform. No. 
Come on. That's too far. Bridge too far. <laughs> We're not going down that rabbit hole. Texas, can we get Trevor to sing a Coach's Make Him Say No song? <laughs> Master P. Perry. That's a great idea. Make Him Say No. Tom no. Green. G. Ryan. Uh-uh, 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 Mark Few, uh-uh. got to make him say no. Y'all after big things, we after drum tangs. <laughs> We've lost we've lost Trevor. He's coughing too hard to go on the mic. There's somebody walking outside the window too, just heard me just lose it. Um there we, we go. We had to big you had to big tangs. We, we have to drum tangs. I love it. Uh I'll tell you what, I kinda wanna go look up the lyrics and get the instrumental and like do this song now. Like produce it. Make him say no. <laughs> no. no. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we can make this happen. We why even do a parody? But can we get Master B himself to do it? We could. Yeah. Second episode of the show coming any day now. Maybe Matt does Matt can we get Master B to talk to Hersey and find out information on this too? Sure. Hersey's still on the team, right? Yeah. We can confirm that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you positive? I think so. <laughs> I mean, because when's the last time he played? He hasn't played. I think he's played like one game this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Have we seen him on the bench? Can we? Can, can, are we sure he's actually there? Yes. <laughs> you don't sound too confident. I'm not confident about anything anymore. <laughs> Everything that I thought I knew has been shaken by the last year. I agree. Texas says. I don't know what to believe anymore. Who's the funniest coach for the week candidate and why is it Hitler? No, come on. First of all, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. (laughs) Come on. I mean, there's nothing funny about Hitler. (laughs) Other than looking, Uh, the I mean, if you're gonna go like wacky coach, I mean, can we get Trump? Ooh, (laughs) can we get get Biden? Trump and Biden. Whoever gets whoever like comes the closest to winning (laughs) a game wins wins the presidency. Whoever gets closest to beating Kentucky gets the. You get that bump. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, why not just bring other candidates out there? I feel like Trump would do it, and then he just like bully Biden into doing it. Or, well, who's the guy who did the debate recently? DeSantis. Yeah, bring him on. He's not doing it. He is suing the NCA, though. Yeah, exactly. Do we get Rudy Giovanni, whatever his name is? God, you're so close on all these, but just not. How do you not know Rudy Giuliani's name? Giuliani, He's like the biggest yeah. politician in the world for a few years. He's the guy that ate the fat-free yogurt in Seinfeld and gained weight. And that's what you remember him from. Texture says, the, I like your idea of getting a random coach for every game for the rest of the season. I would like to get former Butler head coach Brandon Miller, who abruptly resigned and hasn't been heard from since. I think he would come out of hiding to coach one game. Sure. Sure. Get him on there. Beeline. Get him in there. Who's the other? What's uh, what's the name that was Ohio State? That the, uh, Mata? Where's Mata? Well, you? he's the head coach at Butler, so that would be. Oh, well, let's bring him too. That'd be tough. That'd, that'd be a tough get. Bring Pegues back for a game. How about the UK game we get Milt Wagner to coach? Sure. Who cares? I don't care. Bleep it. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. <laughs> Nothing else matters. Texture says, we've always said, and I believe that no one person is bigger than UofL basketball. It's time for KP to just leave, step down, whatever. The Quran stuff is the cherry on top of this bleep show. I mean, it's... I feel like it can get worse. No, I feel it, like we're all underestimating... No, it can. It can. I feel like we're all underestimating this, this whole thing. Like I'm like, it can't get, it can't possibly get any more dumb than this. This is the, the last straw. I, I'm just waiting to see what happens next. I... It absolutely can get worse. And this is just like chapter two, right? Like we're just, there's still more 
to be unfolded in the story. I feel like if this, is, if this was a sitcom, it'd say, we have a picture of KP with a weird look on his face, and then on the screen it'd say, to be continued, dot, dot, dot. There's probably more coming, yeah. Yeah. Texas scenario, we win 10 games, then miraculously run the table in the ACC tourney, then get smashed by 40 the first game of the tourney. Does KP get a year three? No, not for me. Not for I can't tell you what Josh does. I mean, you'd still that would be a what fifteen and twenty two record? No, and that would take. If we win ten games, you're still probably looking at we're playing on that Tuesday. That five wins in five days, it'd be a hell of a run. The ACC is not great this year. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't give them. There's nothing short of maybe a, an actual Sweet Sixteen appearance would would convince me to even consider bringing me back for a third year. I'm kind of with you. It would. Have, I mean, I, I'm being generous when I say Sweet Sixteen. Maybe at this point. Texas Mike, it was lost in the news uh, in last week's news, but what do you think about Cincinnati signing Brennan Soresby? I don't know that name. I mean, I don't really care, to be honest with you. Like, who, 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 I, I, I love that that text comes in in the middle of Quran Madness. Oh, Soresby's the kid who was in Indiana. Indiana yeah. uh, speaking of Indiana transfers, Jalen Lucas, their, their big return man, their, kind of their home run hitter at running back, is also in the portal, and Louisville offered him yesterday. I he's, did he, see that, yeah. He's the guy that I'd love to have. I think he'd be great. Soresby, I mean, Soresby was fine. He was, he's kind of a... He he's a Scott Satterfield type quarterback. I feel like he's just like he's whatever. Like he might get you four or five wins. Good luck with that. He's sneaky athletic. He's like their Brock Doman. Texture says, "I really hope that we find out that Quran has chained himself to the doors of the practice facility, <laughs> refusing to leave Louisville. <laughs> I want him to just go and like try to sit on the bench in the game. That'd be great. Just be like, hey, well, they go to make him leave during after like the UVO game tonight, and he's handcuffed in the M Center, the Denny Crum chair of all things. The sad thing is, I feel like if he went and sat on the bench." Nobody would do anything. They'd all be like, just like pretended to not see him. Like the coaches, no, nobody would have the the stones to go over there and be like, you can't do this. Did they even noticed? They just changed his passcode. That's like, like that's the only communication they've had. I mean, whatever. I mean, what happened to like the whole like Kenny Payne love him up and you know these kids. Some of them have bad stories. I and mean, you've got to you've got to love them first before you do anything. Like it's all about them as people, not about play. Like this is there is nothing happening right now that says. Like, I've got your back. I'm loving you up. I'm doing the best thing for you. Like, this all feels like just throwing a kid to the wolves. I mean, he's wearing a Louisville sweatshirt. He wants to go to Louisville. Yeah, he wants to be here. I mean, that's more than we can say about our coach right now, right? It sure feels like it. I mean, our coach apparently has to be begged to come here. Karan's begging to stay here. Let Karan coach the team. Let him have the team. <laughs> Texas says, let Karan coach, free Karan, the hero that we don't deserve. I mean... Bleep it, yeah. I mean, Kenny's made it obviously clear over the last, you know, 18 months or so that he didn't even really want to be here, and he's, you know, we should kiss his rear end just for being here, and we should be thankful and our lucky stars that he's here. And meanwhile, K. Kron, this poor kid, he wants to be here. He's, like, begging to stay here. He's thankful to be here. Texas, I can't believe the phrase, quote, Kenny Payne is too good at what he does came out of your mouth in any context. To be fair, it was in a, a talk about him potentially being a UK plant. So <laughs> I was going to say, I was wondering what that context was. I, I, I had to think about it for a second. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> that was him being too good. <laughs> Texas, if U of L will lie about him transferring, then uh, they would lie about the fight. I mean, it's logical to think that. It's why, like, I'm I'm doubting myself now. I feel like I've got usually got a pretty good handle. I'm I'm pretty good at reading people. I know when I'm being fed BS or when I'm potentially being fed BS. But like, I definitely. From everything that I heard, like I bought the whole no fight story, and like at this point, you kind of do doubt everything because yeah, if they're willing to come out and say like, this, very clearly did not happen the way that they said it did, where Karan Davis came to them and said, "I'm transferring," like he's 
I, I don't think it happened. Quran is saying it didn't happen. And if they're willing to do that, then yeah, why should I believe anything else that comes out of it? I'm, I'm curious why he would want to like be hesitant to, to bring up just an incident like that. Like That wouldn't be something I would think they'd want to keep that secret. Well, and he has he has said on on social media too, like it didn't happen. Like like it's not like Quran has been like something happened and I just can't talk about it. Like he's been like there was no fight. Yeah, I, again, I I feel like it's probably them just yelling at each other and then yeah, it maybe just got escalated up for rumors. Yeah. And then the super mature way to handle that is just to like passive aggressively kick the kid off the team and not talk about it. Well, I mean, if there's anybody that screams maturity, it's been KP over this last year and a half, right? I don't even know if it's immaturity as much as just like has no idea how to be a leader or how I to run something. Agree, one hundred percent. The Louisville fan base can all agree that this Quran stuff is flabbergasting. The streets need a body. KP sooner rather than later. <laughs> Texas, there's no way that the KP Quran Davis fight didn't happen. I will not believe any denials at this point. I mean, I like I can't. It's like I, I I've said before. Like I'm I I've got no advice for anybody who's trying to to figure out a way to navigate this thing as a fan. Like if you don't believe anything coming out of U of L, I don't blame you at this point. They've given you no reason to believe them. Yeah, it just. I hate to say it, but... Everyone I mean, do whatever they have to do to make it through these three months. It's all I can say. Just, just, we've just got to persevere. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. We're going to keep being made fun of. The, the, nobody can do anything right over there. It's going to get better at some point because it can't get any worse than it's been for these last two years. I mean, the being quiet part has just made everything worse. Yes. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know, short of, like... I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what you're trying to protect. That it's just is 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 letting the imagination of everyone run wild is ten times worse. Especially when like they've acknowledged everyone involved in the situation: Davis, Kenny Payne, the whole coaching staff, the administration, Zach Greenwell, the SID. Like they, we all know that they're aware of the rumor that they'd gotten into a fight. Yes, and so to come out a week after that rumor spread like wildfire throughout the fan base, and to to have him just mysteriously removed from the team but have Kenny Payne be so vague continue to consistently to the point where he's saying he's on the team he's not in trouble now, oh he was in the Bellarmine game I had no idea yeah. cool if he was like it's only good like that opens the door way 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 wider for more rumors to fly and for more people to believe the fight and you've got to know that then didn't KP, KP did say there was no fight in, in so many words did he not yeah he brought it up unprovoked yeah uh, yeah without like, oh, this, this yes. fight that supposedly happened that yeah, absolutely was not true he brought it up like a question that had nothing to do yeah it was, like, it was like the first it was like the opening of the press conference too it was like the second thing he said it was it was after he'd been asked a question yeah and he was just like oh he's like oh you're crazy like like this fight that apparently happened which is totally not true i was like yeah well he just he clearly had heard about it and wanted to get it out there but whatever uh, and we we have we have to read like a text every like thirty seconds I think to get through all of these. But <laughs> this may be the most text we've ever gotten on the show. This is the power of Karan Davis. I think that's what we found out. Uh, what if I told you a player that could play no minutes in a single game could yeah, be the most yeah, impactful no, player you didn't do the right in University of Louisville history? What if I told you a player who never played a regular season? Well, game? I can't talk this off because you just keep talking over me. Oh, well, I'm gonna talk. Do it now. No, it's over. I just I said it. Never over. Texas, did anybody find out find it odd that we cheer for KP when they announce his name in the introduction? I'm surprised we don't boo. Well, there's not enough people there for <laughs> there to be anything hurt. I was going to say, I mean, did, did, do they really cheer him when he's announced? I mean, I think there's, 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 there hasn't been any booing. Like, that hasn't happened yet That's in the game. That's true. I mean, we booed Chris Mack when things went awry a couple of years ago. They, we have not had that happen yet where there's been, like, an over— And I think it's because the, the people who are going to the games are still overwhelmingly supportive, like, supportive yeah. which— Again, God love him. Like, like that's 
The crowds last year, as small as they were, and I said this throughout the season, were great. Like, like you heard if you were just watching the games from home, you heard an audible home court advantage. Like the, the fans were loud, they were passionate, they were doing everything they could to cheer this team on to victory. So the ones who are going, it's not like it has been in the past where people are going, and you know, when things get bad, they get pissed off and they're, they're voicing that support. The people who are somewhat pissed off just aren't going to games. I mean, I, I publicly said, I mean, I'm, no, I, I, I'm okay with booing of players at the college, especially now. I mean, we're not even doing the amateurs anymore. Most of them are in their 20s and getting paid, so they're pretty much professionals, so there's no excuse not to get booed if you feel like you want to. But I see no reason to boo anybody on this team. I mean, I, I don't blame anybody, any one player on this team in this situation. This is all in the coaching staff, 100%. Texas, who has worse institutional control at this point, the entire University of Louisville or the 2022 New Mexico State basketball oh, we're program? Bad. We're we we Yeah, the New Mexico State yeah, program yeah. Was, is worse. We're like, we're just, we're like a comical, like, Cheeky version. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just almost more annoying at this point. We're like the Disney version of, like, the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 like an after school special, you know. It's clean, but it's still you know it's concerning. Texas says it's Quran night at the Yum tonight. A free junior soda with the purchase of an adult large. <laughs> Texas Quran playing while being academically ineligible might make a case to fire Payne without paying his buyout, but we don't need an NCAA investigation. If we didn't self-report, we were going to get hammered again. Like they say, the cover-up is worse than the crime. That's my big concern here. Is yeah, that but just turn, just be like there, there was a miscommunication. I mean, it's one. He played like two minutes. We hadn't played in a game, but yeah. he played an exhibition game, which still so turn would yourself in. I mean, a violation. I can't imagine that being that big of a backlash. The issue now would be it's been like a month and a half since this happened. Like you'd be, like the texture said, the cover-up would be. The punishment now, but do we not know? Maybe they turned themselves in immediately, and we just we have no waiting. idea what's going on. We don't know anything about it. We don't even know if this is the issue. And we've been waiting too much just to hear back from the NCAA, which is reasonable. I don't even know. We're skipping our last break, by the way. We're, yeah, it's we're fine. Gonna, just read through. You're we're going to roll through this. This is how big the Arkansas State game is. Commercialist hour number three. <laughs> we did. You did mention their players at least at one point. <laughs> I did. I gave you a t- like a nice five minute rundown of Arkansas State Red Wolves in, basketball. in between the Quran text tweets. Mike Pilato University. Let's take him down. Their their most successful coach, Dickie Nutt. You busted out that one, didn't you? I'm not, I'm not even lying. That's I'm being honest. Texas He's the only says, coach to take him to a tournament. Texas, all two thousand people giving uh, Davis a standing ovation. What a moment. This could be the game of all games. This could be the most in, like crazy home game of the year. I swear, I, 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 I please encourage the, the crowd to chant for KD or K, a Quran during the game at some point, like Rudy style. That would be so awesome. Uh, we got bad breaking news. Oh, what happened now? Jawar Jordan has made his decision. Oh no, he's heading to the twenty twenty four NFL draft. Yeah, I guess he didn't like playing with Shuck that much. Uh, I don't care for that. That's not good. Damn, I'm a little surprised. I am too. I mean, that, good for him, but I mean, I'm a little surprised. I mean, also makes me wonder how much his nil would have been if he'd come back. <laughs> Somebody tweeted out. Do you remember when the, that the, the the crazy fan stormed the court a few years ago and got like arrested on the, the middle of the floor? Do you remember this? No. He like, yeah, like, it was it was a big deal. Like, he, like this, this guy stormed the court at Louisville. Yeah, it was in the middle of a game and got arrested. It was only like five years ago. And there's a picture of him being like restrained, all the cops on top of him, and somebody just tweeted that picture out with Karan Davis trying to show KP his report card. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, 
Oh, if we couldn't laugh, Trev. Oh, we'd cry. We'd be dead by now. Mm-hmm. Texas Karan Davis could never get a standing O for being on the Jumbotron because no one knows what the hell he looks like. They're finding him at games. I, in fairness, he is like the only dude in the section. <laughs> Texas KP is a UK sleeper cell. Prove me wrong. The evidence is mounting. I mean, it's... Yeah, I agree. It's hard to argue now. Texas, from firsthand experience, I can confidently say the 2012 Holy Trinity C team was a better run basketball program than the current Louisville program. Should we look to the CSAA for our next head coach? The 15th best 7th and 8th grade boys coach in the CSAA could win more games this year. Could win 10 games with this basketball team. I feel confident in saying that. No question about it. What about Jerry East? Are we going to give him a shot? I mean, he's been, this has been his master plan. Give him a week. Why not? Every, is, everyone gets a week. This has been his master plan all along to get the job right, was to bring in KP and look so bad that he gets it. Maybe. Texas, how about UofL release another one saying that KP has resigned? What if they just start putting out all these press releases just being like, they, they just go full, like just just guns blazing. They're like, also, Danil Ivanovich has transferred. Everyone's like, what? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't KP's like one accomplishment. He's cleaned up the program since he's been here. Does this look very clean to you? No. Okay. Just checking. Making sure it's not just me. Texture says, um, this reminds me of a player on Hard Knocks that tried to get into the team facility during preseason and his key card didn't work anymore. And he says, did they cut me over and over? Yeah, the only no. difference was that time they didn't cut him. They just said change the code, and he, he hadn't gotten the email. Can, can we get somebody to do a Photoshop or one of those videos where they put p- pictures of people's over? Knew the Willie Mays Hayes when, when he, he was sleeping in the when they put it to bed outside the training facility. And then the horn goes off, and it's Karan Davis goes, damn, I've been cut already? <laughs> <laughs> and then watch him get in the line, outrun the two guys, and it'd be like, it'd be Dino and somebody else he's outrunning. And then you look at KP looking over Danny Manning going, get that man a jersey. Texas Karan's tweets look very calculated and coached. UofL better be careful. I have the same feeling. I, I feel like, yeah, this, this is not, it was not a coincidence at all that that information was put out there and it was put out there the way that it was and the time that it was. Texas 100 Karan Davis, big heads in the student section, start the GoFundMe. Clearly the happiest Mike has sounded about the basketball this season. It is kind of hard. Talking about the idea of, of getting you know a new coach per week, like the the Daily Show is that's the most fun I've had talking about basketball this whole year. I want yeah. it to be I want it to become a reality. You, you're not sadly you're I agree. Texas after the Cron interview on the show, the text line raises enough money to get him enrolled in the U of L graduate school of business. The school <laughs> waives the undergrad degree requirement. Cron replaces Patty Ryan as intern and goes on to co-host KK and Friends with Trev. <laughs> Uh, Texas says, you just made every chick between the ages of 40 and 48 smile with that song. <laughs> what song were we singing on? The that? one that started the 5 o'clock hour. Oh, yeah, the Never Need Story. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm glad. About time I found a way to make a bunch of women smile. Texas damn it, I'm going to have to buy a Karan Davis jersey now, aren't I? What was his number? What happened? What was without going to your Twitter feed to see his like press? What was Karan Davis's number? I know, like th- I feel like I know like four players' numbers on the team. I'm, I, I told you I'm not good with numbers. I don't. You can't even see his number in the picture that you post. I guess is it four? Maybe. <laughs> Looks like it's number three. 
Is it three? Yeah. Okay. It's the number of one more than the number of times we saw him actually play. <laughs> Texture says, I think it's crazy that KP supporters are going after media who reported that KD was transferring. It's your guy who caused all the confusion, WTF. I mean, at this point, it's just like like anything. There are a few people who, whenever anything bad or that could potentially like be a negative look for the program, they're just going to find somebody else to blame. And that's that's fine. Again. Talk about U of L or the fans? The fans. Oh, yeah. Whatever you can do to get through the three months. I, I'm, I'm judging nobody at this point. Is it ridiculous? Sure. But I... Don't judge I'm kind of judging KP a little bit. I mean, well, besides, I'm talking about the fan base. Oh, oh yeah. Texas, the entire timeline of Karan from the moment he committed out of nowhere and no one had ever heard of him, much less knew we were recruiting him. It's incredible. I, I, I need to go back and find some tweets because when people were, were genuinely breaking down what they heard about his game this summer, no tweets about this from this whole era look worse than the ones who are like, Karan Davis is a point guard. Get it right. You're going to see this. And I was like, how do you know? How? Karan Davis is killing Trenton Flowers in practice. He's making him transfer. Texas, Trevor, this is the equivalent of Vince firing uh, Rousseau and going to WCW and running <laughs> it into the ground. Cal is Vince in this situation sending in KP to bring us down to the ground. That was the rumor. Supposedly that Vince Rousseau was, uh, was insane. So that was the thing that WCW was like, we got their head writer. And like, oh, and he was, he's an idiot. Butts. Texas, you should send Kenny a Christmas card. This bleep show is making your radio show gold, baby. It's gold. I mean, it is great to, to not have to worry about content on it, but I, I would settle for boring radio shows at this point if we could just get good and normal with that. I just want to be normal. I just want to be normal. I'd rather talk about the, the four movies I watched last night and in, and in two and a half hours of actually breaking down a, t- a game that we could win. We never even got to hear what movies you watched last night. That's how bad. Don't, I, don't, I don't care. That, I, was just, I was joking. Don't you you were so quick to pounce on that. One with Serpico. I don't care. Texas, maybe Josh is a genius and he's been allowing Kenny enough leeway to drown himself for a firing with cause. I've wanted him fired for a while now, but maybe this latest chapter is enough to save us money in the divorce. Just dreaming out loud here. If Josh was just, you know, letting Kenny step back and make himself look bad to lose supporters, I, I think the damage is done. I, I think <laughs> I think you can stop doing it now and just act. We've got enough information. You have enough people on your side. Um, yeah, it's 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 time. Texas, there's an episode of the X Files where one of the baseball players is an alien who's being hunted by alien clansmen. Fifty out of fifty shot that one of our guys is an alien. It's possible. Did you watch X Files? I did. I never. I couldn't get into X Files. I never ever watched it. I was just curious. Texas, I love how entertained TK is by Karan Gate. Oh, it's it's. I'm I'm smart. I'm I'm having like wiped tears from my eyes at some point today. It's undeniably entertaining. It's the most. It's the most entertaining. Because let's be honest, I mean, the, the 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 on the court is not entertaining. That's the thing. It would be it's it's embarrassing for sure, but it would be embarrassing and like annoying and hurtful if this team were eight and one and ranked in the top twenty five. The fact that we're looking for any sort of distraction from the actual basketball team and the way that they're playing is it, it makes this it's almost a breath of fresh air and to I, be this inept. And I was going to be like, well, at least it hasn't get like to a national perspective, but then now I've seen good. Oh, it has. It, yeah, so. it absolutely has. Texas, wouldn't that be crazy if you found out that Sidney Curry has been suspended the whole time? What if he never transferred? He's still here. <laughs> He's still technically on the team. He's I mean, just lighting not, it up for granted. We don't know if Hersey Miller's been suspended, bro. We know he didn't play it again. I don't know. Is Zan suspended? No. Please. <laughs> Zan's going to start tonight. He'd be grounded before he got suspended, right? Texas, normally I would just say keep paying around until the season is over and the buyout is lowered. Can't do any more harm, but this is just unprecedented territory. 
Kenny has to go now. I'm kind of I'm I'm finding myself more and more being like, you know, like just just make it stop. Just just I know that there's financial but we also have our mental health to be concerned about at this point and it's just it, this isn't good for anybody. Yeah, we remember the Bellamy game. Texas Mike KP has to go. What do you think of some people saying the real reason for all this is that KP is trying to hide the fact that he actually got into a physical altercation with Quran and doesn't want to be fired for cause? I don't know. I got more. I got a better question. Why is this, this the first text from this person and has the, the, the name of their company at the top of it? There have been a couple like that. What is that? That's the question I got. Like, I, I now want to know that. Google the company. There's something going on there. I guess so. Texture says, are, are there two Davises that would explain a lot? Dre? Quran, Tay. This is the best first date of all time. Is the men's game tonight? Tickets are three dollars a piece, and you'll have plenty to talk about while you're there. I take a woman on first date to this game. I was wondering if maybe you'd want to grab a bite to eat, go to the cards game, take a selfie with Quran Davis, just if you're interested. <laughs> what, what a great meet cute! What a great first story to tell your kids twenty years from now. Yeah. So there was this guy. He got a scholarship offer. Nobody knew where the hell he came from. And we weren't sure if he was on the team or he wasn't on the team. He was at the game. And your your mom and me, we just went over there and we're like, hey, can we take a picture? That's when I knew she was the one. No no movie, no comic book movie that we can go see can can match this story. No. I'm just going to take her to the game, have a seat, and like sit back, Stacy, and relax. I'm going to tell you the story of a man named Karan. And the, and the tragedy that was his interactions with KP and UofL. Texas Quran isn't saying anything because whatever he says could get KP fired for cause, and he actually is trying to keep it close to the vest for KP's sake. Let Quran coach. I mean, if, that, if, that, if that's the case, like, why are you trying to protect this guy when he's very clearly like a part of God, the university saying that you can transfer? So bad he'd get him fired. Texas, do you think that this Kenny Payne stuff puts the masterpiece show at risk? Yes, <laughs> that's my primary concern. It's a good text though. <laughs> Texas, how is KP still the coach? When do you all seriously think this will end? Does this man actually last the whole season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of first time texters today, by the way. It's a big day. Yeah. This is this is, this wow. is it's a huge day. Who would have thought that a, a I guy who played this many texts when KP was hired? A guy who played zero <laughs> minutes, leaving the program unwillingly, would be this big of a story. But it is. I get it. Texas says so. Anyway, uh, guys, how do you all feel about our chances against Cal next year? <laughs> It's going to be a great road trip. We're playing Stanford on the road. SEC Classic. ACC Classic, sorry. Texas says, did the SID pull a Jay Williams I was hacked from Scootator? <laughs> I don't think Zach was I don't hacked. think, I was going to say, that was, a, that was an email, wasn't it? I would love if they put out an official statement next that just said, whoops. <laughs> ignore, ignore the man in the stands. <laughs> Please ignore previous statement. All's good. He's not in trouble. Texter says, did you see Steve Rummage turned off the replies on X, considering he was among the media members who bullied the fan bases into accepting Kenny Payne with no questions asked? It's interesting he's become a snowflake now. I mean, whatever, it's fine. Hey, again. I never noticed that. I mean, I follow Steve. I, think I don't judge me. any Steve. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. It's okay. We're going to get through this together. We all want the same things. It's okay. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Texas says, give us Coach Zabo. Love Zabo. Give me him for a week. I'm just loving the pictures of Porker. He looks so bored right now in the game. <laughs> I'm like seeing just different pictures of him. Like that's all I'm seeing on my timeline is like pictures of him and then of course Jar Jordan news. Texas Josh Pastner COVID Shield game would sell out the yum. Pastner did beat Kentucky the last time he went up against them, so maybe bring him in for the twenty first. Maybe he's the first honorary coach. 
do it. Give them the team. This is the best idea we've ever had. Oh, yeah, I agree. Texas, why does this feel like this ends with Kenny Payne being caught playing, paying a JUCO player that no one knew, no one recruited, and never played for UofL, and lands us with more infractions since we're on probation? People, please stop saying it get worse. There's no bottom. Uh, not until if, if we like cheated to get Karan Davis, then I will be like, okay, I, I have to give up basketball. Who did we cheat? I don't know. Like to, to pay a kid to come here, usually that means there's competition. What if we found out that Karan Davis's NIL deal is like higher than Sky Clark's and Trey White's and everybody else's? It's like, oh my god. We, I, I think we. I mean, does he have an NIL deal? I probably. I mean, they all they all have some sort of deal, but I, I can't I, imagine Karan Davis has a huge. I mean, I know on like that, like his like his bio is that's the thing is like for no money he contact this person. Yeah, I mean everybody has they get some sort of Neil NIL, yeah. but I. I can't imagine Kron is is getting as much as I mean Sky Clark and Trey White. I I feel well, yeah, have they they have the I mean I feel I'm like, just I've been told they have the it. biggest deals and we are they, it's it's not a small chunk of change that we're paying some of these guys. Texas, we're absolutely catching NCAA violations because of pain. You can't run a program this poorly and miss NCAA charges. If that winds up happening, if we get if we broke rules while not getting good recruits and not getting good transfers and winning five games or whatever it's going to wind up being in in two years, then he will go down without question as the worst history in the, in, in the worst hire in the history of college basketball. Whatever that may be the second time in a row we got caught cheating and didn't get anything out of it. At least we went to the tournament one time with Mac and and would have gone twice. I mean, you could but say even, that. But even the the minority hall stuff, we didn't know those recruits came here. They didn't. So yeah, I mean, is there any school that can get caught cheating more times and not getting any literally anything out of it than us? Well, this time technically we would have gotten players. They just yeah. would have been terrible. At least Samaki played a year here. Texture says, uh, instead of Karan walking down to the bench, what if he wore his full uniform while sitting in the stands? <laughs> Equally as funny. <laughs> that would be great. All right, let's go very quickly here. We're going to try to get to as many as we can. Texture says, oh, it can absolutely get worse. What if this Karan saga is because he committed some huge NCAA penalty that, N- that, that Kenny is trying to cover up? That's the big fear right now, I think. Yeah, yeah I just don't know what it could be. I don't know if it's unfounded. I don't know what's going on, but it makes more sense than anything else. Texture says, that Lucas dude from Indiana would be a perfect fit for Louisville. He's explosive as bleep. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Texas is Karan Davis is Kaiser Sose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Texter says, since I linked to a tweet, Karan Davis. Tr- yeah, I saw that. That's the one we mentioned earlier. The one where he's just yeah. pictured. Okay. Texas, how much easier did your show get today after having to, this to talk about? A lot easier. More fun, too, to be honest. <laughs> it's not fun. To, I wish we didn't have to talk about it, but if we're going to have to dive into these waters, we can at least make it entertaining. Texas, maybe Karan got in a fight with Zan Payne. That's interesting. Yeah, we hadn't thought about that. Sure. Kenny's Kenny's taking up for his boy. Texas, can you put us back on extra, please? That's less people uh, that have to see how horrible we are. Also, please say that it can't get any worse. Uh, please don't say that it can't get any worse. Haven't we learned our lesson with that? I mean, I'm kind of kind of with him a little bit now. I'm, I'm just I said that. more dumb. I wouldn't mind just being put back on the internet too. Maybe it would be the bet, bet for the best for everyone. This would be the best night to be on the extra. This would be a great Kent and Jody night. Yeah, <laughs> they would say I feel so bad for them. Though. They would you could you could almost be you could feel the an awkwardness. In, in It'd be a way. tough spot for Kent yeah. and Jody. Oh yeah, definitely for both. Yeah. Texture says <laughs> Texture sends in a picture of an image of our three banners, and then right next to it, a banner with just Karan Davis's name. <laughs> See, the Lakers are going to hang a banner for their in season tournament win. No, I don't care. I know. Texas Quran really didn't did punch KP, didn't he? This pretty much proof. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Texas exhibit one million that KP has to go. It's dumpster fire. We need to put it out. 
He has no personnel management skills, no PR acumen, no coaching ability. We made a bad hire. It's over. We need to end this ASAP. Yeah, pretty much. It's not going great. He's doing one million. What if we win by like forty three tonight? Everyone's like, we don't care. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna end up winning like a hundred to fifty four tonight, and everyone's gonna be like, whatever. Just to ask about Karan Davis in the post game. Do you ask the players about Karan Davis? I mean, I would. Because I mean, I, I wonder if there's a. You know, I, I agree. Yeah, let's do it again. I'm, I'm I'm past the amateur thing. These are kids are getting paid. They're twin or twenties. They're not kids anymore. They're adults. Yeah, I agree. Let's ask him. I mean, Sky, what do you know about Karan? What's the deal? Texas says, I won't go to a game until he's gone. It's the only leverage that the fans have. Yeah. I mean, I'm, if you don't want to go just because you don't want to go, I'm fine with it. If you're trying to like make a statement, if that's the only reason why you're not going, I mean, again, cool. That's, that's whatever. I don't think it really matters. It's not like Josh Hurd doesn't know what's going on. It's not like if we miraculously had 10,000 fans, screaming fans, packing the lower bowl tonight, that Josh is going to be like, maybe everybody's okay with this. Maybe this maybe this is working. Maybe we're going to be fine. Like, it, if we have 20,000 there tonight, if we have 4,000 there tonight, if we have 100 people there tonight, uh, Josh is aware that what's happening on the court is not acceptable. Texture says, what basketball recruits are coming in next year? Well, none right now. So there's that. And Robinson is the only one that is even on radar, right? He's, I guess, technically still committed, but he did not sign with us on the first uh, National Signing Day. So that's good. <laughs> that's what you want to hear. Besides that, we're doing fine. She's my girlfriend, but she went to prom with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Texas says, uh, let us state the obvious. Davis can't play Division One basketball, and the staff told him so. Maybe. It still seems weird they like won't let him sit on the bench. I mean, it's not, he's not the first bad player we've had. It's not like you suck so bad that you can't even sit on with the team. It'd be the meanest thing of all time. Listen, I know I've been considered somewhat cruel before, but that even I find that mean. I'm like, I'm okay booing the kids, but damn, let the poor dude sit on the bench. Texas, anytime KP starts some mess, bad news happens in another sport. Yeah, I guess the Jawar Jordan news would be that. Texas, there's no way we win tonight with all this going on, right? I've no, I don't, I'm not going to say that. I have no idea what this team's capable of doing. This team, could, they're probably going to win by 40 tonight. Texas has pain or UofL told Davis that he's done to the tune of avocados from the Mexico song. I have no idea what that, what that is. Somebody made a podcast logo for us, the Card Chronicles. I like it, actually. With Payne and Davis in the uh, the O's faces. I like that. Texas, now we need a Jawar to do it. I didn't express to anyone at the University of Louisville that I wanted to declare <laughs> for the NFL draft. I never asked to declare. I enjoy being a Cardinal. His release too fancy, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> he does it after he put out the statement himself saying he was going pro. Oh, gosh. Uh, Texture says, three-point shooting contest between KP and Karan after the the women's game. The winner gets to coach the team tonight. I'd well, sign up for that. The winner gets to Karan. If Karan wins, he gets to stay. If he doesn't, he goes. Texas, I'm starting to think that Louisville might lose tonight because of all the craziness from today. Maybe. Really? That, that's that's what we think that? <laughs> really? And if they do, whatever. What's what? What's really this situation is what made you suddenly start go, we might not win tonight? Oh, no. Our net ranking <laughs> may drop a few spots. Maybe we won't be 265 tomorrow. We'll be 275. Texas, when I see Karan in the stands again, the men's basketball game, I kind of smile because I know he's having a good time. Texture says, uh, 
Uh, Scoots texted in and just said, suck at Scoots Hater. <laughs> I think Scoots Hater is signing all of his texts now but with Scoots Hater. Scoots just like, screw you. Texture says, so now that Jaws is gone, does that mean that Ruben is coming home? Uh, I don't think so. No. no. Texture says, I heard from my sister's ex-boyfriend's mother's friend cousins that Karan Davis was actively trying to sleep with Kenny Payne's wife. That's from Scoots Hater as well. <laughs> Not true. Not, well. Texas Mike with the Bring Rick Back Twitter profile guy. Do you think Rick would ever come back if we issued a public apology to him? No, and, and I think that sucks. I think Rick misses Louisville a lot. I think ideally he'd love to be back at Louisville. I think it's that he's just, it just, it's, you know, he's he's in a good spot now at St. John's for sure. Texas, this program needs a quick turnaround. Chris Beard seems like the best to do it. What is his buyout from Ole Miss? We're not going to go after Chris Beard. I mean, at this point, I mean, his, his antics are, I mean, right just in our alley. I mean, Texas coach Bompy has a good ring to it. You son of a bitch! Like no, <laughs> never, never Bompy. Anybody else? What, I don't. What, I don't know Puerto Rico mascot that made me feud with the entire uh, nation of Puerto Rico, the island of Puerto Rico. <laughs> you hated the whole island of Puerto Rico. They hated me. <laughs> okay. It was a big thing. <laughs> what was that for this? Uh, I don't know. Probably okay. one of your. It was a. They, they had this mascot. I hated Bompy when we played the games in Puerto Rico. Patino thought it was so funny that I hated him that he brought him in to Louisville for games. Um, and <laughs> He would text me referring to him as the Bomp Man. Why do you hate him? Because he was creepy. He was super weird. And he ended up, guess what? The real person who played Bompy, kind of a creep in real life, if you want to know, the, the, pull the curtain back a little bit. So, no. I was Bompy. Bompy will not coach the team. Bompy will never coach this team. Texas reporter, Sky, what do you know about Karan? Sky, his favorite food is pizza. I'm <laughs> Okay. Probably. I'll, you know what? As long as you ask him, I'll be okay with it. Texas Quran tricked KP so he can't sit on the bench. Maybe. Uh, Texter says, this is a Eric Crawford's written a quick story. Yeah, the thing that sucks, the only thing that sucks about being on the air right now is I haven't been able to write anything for the website. This is, you know, I feel like we need to get something up there. But uh, UofL has not responded to Karan Davis's post yet. He... Just remember, everybody, he's not in any trouble. He's, not, <laughs> he's definitely not in trouble. Texas, every time a Quran tweets, a Pangel gets their weed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say at this point. I mean, we spent basically three hours talking about Quran Davis. That's and it was deserved. <laughs> we spent more time talking about a man who spent that one uh, percent uh, uh, of that on, on on the court. I can't. I mean, if it even counts, because technically, I mean. He, he, it was exhibition, so it didn't even count as play, right? Yeah. He doesn't show up in the record books. And he only played in one of the exhibition games. Yeah. It was, it was one that we won. Look, we're 1-0 with Karan Davis on the floor this year. And we're 2-0 if you count the red-white scrimmage. I can't wait for, like, you know, hopefully we return to normalcy very soon. Remember Sean asked him to come to the studio on Saturday. And then twenty like 25 years from now. Maybe some weird stuff happens, and you know there'll be a new generation of U of L fans that are like, I can't believe this is going like this. And I'll be like, Let me tell you the story about what we went through from 2015 to 2023. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you the story about an old guy named Karan Davis. It's story time with Mike Rutherford, and they're they will be so shocked that they'll they won't believe it's true. They'll have to look up whatever the internet is 23 years from now and be like, Oh my God, that old guy was telling the truth, Karan Davis. How is this a real thing that ever happened? Tonight, Louisville taking on Arkansas State. 8 o'clock is the tip-off time. Props to the women, by the way, taking care of business in the, the first game of the doubleheader. 74-48, they take down Moorhead State. UofL women, as they always do, 
holding uh, upholding their end of the bargain. Louisville, Arkansas State, ACC Network, 8 o'clock is the tip-off time. Cards are a three-and-a-half-point favorite at last I checked. It does feel like the game is of secondary importance at, the, at this point. Trevor, who wins, and how much do they win it by? Who are we playing again? Arkansas State. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? This is going to sound like hate, but I don't care. Uh, Arkansas State wins by five. I think we're going to win. I think we win in cover. I think Arkansas State's bad. I think it's a, it's a good matchup for us. So are we. I wouldn't be shocked if we lost by 25, though. I wouldn't be shocked if we won by 40. I'm going to say Louisville tonight, 77, Arkansas State, 70. There you go. Uh, tune in tomorrow. I'll as say we, Arkansas State, 75, Louisville, 68. As we recap the, the game and also, more importantly, whatever happens with Cron Davis over the next three hours. Who knows? Maybe he's an alien. Maybe he starts. Maybe he coaches the team. Maybe he's in jail. We don't know. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe he's hosting this show. Enjoy your Wednesday nights. Go Cards. Big X Sports Radio, WXVW, Jeffersonville.